another episode of front row negative the podcast is i your host aaron and i'm with that fat bitch chris who's now going by the name of grim grinning ghost with the most i would ask how are you doing but we spent the last like five minutes just talking before the show so how are you doing i'm good man i just i got my next name on this video when we finally start video video content it's gonna be fucking gold it's gonna be mishikana daddy on my next one Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so. Anyway, sorry. What's up, everybody? <laughs> uh, my blood pressure right now. Okay, so oh. we are joined by a guest uh, this time. He spent like at least thirty years in the podcast game. He's been doing it longer than Kevin Smith. He's been doing it longer than Hurricane Helms. He is the self-proclaimed metal geek, and I think that is trademarked as well, too. I think it so, is. Welcome, Carrie, the Metal Geek trademark. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, uh, not 30 years. It's been 16 years now, almost. Oh, almost 17, actually. Well, in podcasting, 30 30 years in like dog years. Yeah. (laughs) It's like 40 years in podcasting, I guess. 40 years of podcasting. (laughs) I'm guessing since he brought up the trademark, we're going to have to owe you like 76 cents for talking about it. Uh, We can say it multiple (laughs) times. I need some money. Oh, okay, that's fine. Just uh, Bill, uh, <laughs> Bill Dwayne, and be fine. I'll give, you my, I'll, give yeah, you my, Dwayne. I'll give you my PayPal afterwards. <laughs> Cash at me, bro. Cash <laughs> right. at me. I got a Venmo, bro. I'm gonna, I was going to say cash me outside, but cash me outside. Oh, that's what I use. That's what I use the Chris all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that little? You know what, dude? Uh, that that girl. Yeah, is uh-huh. actually a that. legit rapper now. Do you know what her rap name is? No. Little Trailer Park? <laughs> no, it's called... Her name is Bahad Bahabi. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like... like bad Baby. Yeah. yeah. Like... Well, I just saw an article... I was like, what? I saw an article about her, basically, something about TikTok or one of those one of those places I don't go to very often, that she's, like, the number one TikToker or something now. That is awful. That Ridiculous. speaks volumes. That speaks volumes. She she's number one on TikTok, but not number one in the spelling bee. Not number one in my heart, though. No, no, not at all. Not <laughs> at all. Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, uh, and the thing is, is I remember that episode of uh, of Doctor Phil that she right. was on that that gave her her meme fame. Dude, she better get my number one right when she makes it at the drive thru. That's all I'm saying. Drive thru? Uh, sure, she's not a Walmart cashier. Oh no, not a cashier. She'd be at the return desk. <laughs> no, she's been she's been returned. So hey, is, I'm sure more than once. Pretty much. So <laughs> welcome to the Bahad Bahabi podcast, where it's all things Bahad Bahabi. Bahad Bahabi. <laughs> Bahad. Uh, such a great episode so far. Uh, indeed. <laughs> such a great episode. So, 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 Carrie, I have to ask. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, how did you get your start in podcasting? Because 16, 17 years ago. This wasn't really a thing. This no, was it was unheard of. So I'm a big Disney nerd. I've always been a big Disney nerd. And what? one of the very first 
few shows. Yeah, if you can believe it or not. One of the very <laughs> first shows that I ever listened to, there was two of them. One was uh, Inside the Magic, and the other one was Window to the Magic. And Ooh. we were looking for a thing to do because we had I did the I did a fan thing back in the late nineties, early two thousands, and we sort of brought that online for a while, and we were trying to bring it back or we trying to figure out a interesting way to do it. And I heard my first Disney podcast. I'm like, you know what? This could work in heavy metal. This could work for what I do. And that's where MSR cast came from because MSR is actually standing stands for mainstream resistance, which was the name of my zine back okay. in the day. Mm-hmm. Which apparently I, I looked it up on eBay the other day. I always generally just go look on eBay for it. Somebody's selling like issue three for like fifty bucks on eBay. That's pretty nice. Good. I'm like, That's I have cool. some of those. I want I'll sell them for fifty bucks. I'll even <laughs> sign them too. Right? But, That's uh, really cool. So I got together with my uh, co-host back then and we just sort of flew by the seat of our pants we didn't know what we were doing mm-hmm. um you know it sounded horrible it, episode one was so bad i don't think i even have that out now um <laughs> it's it was really bad but you know we learned what we were doing and what you know what podcasting was and uh-huh. started getting into interviews and then uh after my first co-host co-host left uh, i had a new guy john michael and we was on the heavy metal show we would start talking about all kinds of geeky things and that's where metal geeks came from we're just like you know what why don't we just start a second show where we aren't locked into playing music and talking about only metal that's what we did nice well that's really cool because my i'm not gonna lie i i was never a big fan of podcasting i was never a big fan of podcasts when i first started out yeah my intro into it was uh when halo 4 was coming out i Uh think and they had those audio logs that were podcasts with uh, Keegan Michael Key was one of the voice actors or one of the he was a narrator, uh, oh, wow. and I and I listened to that, and then uh, me and Jen drove to KaijuCon or uh, G Fest at Godzilla Fest up in Chicago, and as we're enjoying it, you know, and suffering from drive lag, mm-hmm. uh, this there's this guy po- putting these stickers out all over the place, badass looking stickers, and it was for his podcast, uh, Godzilla themed podcast. I'm like, well, wait, what is this? Listen into it, got hooked. That was technically the very first podcast I subscribed to was the Kaiju cast. A lot of fun. Uh, the Halo thing led me to other things, and I eventually started listening to podcasting. And uh, it's been a, it's been a interesting journey discovering podcasts because for me, I just thought they were just kind of like news radio, and I was never a big fan of news radio. I wanted to listen to music. I didn't want to listen to you know people talk. Which is what I'm doing now. So, uh, You're old. I am old. I am old. Oh, don't don't even start with the old part. Come on, you got me on the show right now. Yeah, that that is true. <laughs> that is true. Technically, I'm the youngest one here, but not by far. Hey, I'm the youngest one. Hey, on camera. Then I'm I would, on camera. Then I'd be the oldest one, definitely on camera. <laughs> so, but yeah, but yeah, just kind of. Going from not really liking podcasts to just yeah. being a big fan of it now. I and was really so cool. drawn into it as soon as I started getting into it. Cause I'm like, Oh, there's people out there with the same likes that I have. I, they, yeah. they like talking about Disney parks and uh window to the magic. I loved because he would actually go into the park and just record the ambient sound. And like, I'm going to walk around, try to guess where I'm at. 
I loved it. <laughs> um, and I luckily, cool. I later in years, we I became friends with a guy who runs it. Every time we go down to Disneyland, we actually we go hang out with him. So it, I think podcasting, it's been, we've talked about this on a lot of different places recently. Podcasting in the past two to three years has really taken a new form. Mm-hmm. And um, since I, I think it's since celebrities got involved, you know, yeah, especially yeah. since the pandemic started, all these celebrities had nothing to do. Mm-hmm. They all started podcast, which well, I like. I like I listen to some of them, which which is great because you get to hear interviews of people that you never usually get to hear, and they're interviewed by another celebrity, so they're very open about stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think my first celebrity one again was. Um, Smodcast with Kevin Smith. I'll listen oh, yeah. to that one. Oh yeah, that one was entertaining. Uh, I checked. I did check out the Joe Rogan podcast a long time ago. Mm. Wasn't really a big fan of it. I, I wasn't a big fan of it. That's not to knock him, but I was expecting right. comedy because I know he's a comedian. Yeah, and it wasn't funny. And then, <laughs> and then uh, uh, professional wrestler Raven has a podcast. Mm-hmm. And is if, it called? If it's not called that, so Raven. No, the Raven Effect. Oh, I was going to say, it's, uh, uh, the inside baseball is. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's one of his moves, if I'm not mistaken. It, it is. Yeah, the Raven Effect yeah. is his move. But he, the guy is so smart that you think that, okay, he's just going to talk about – you know, all he's going to talk about is wrestling. Mm. But he's a huge comic nerd. He's a huge just uh, old-school D&D player. And he talks about all these things. And, and completely different from what his character is and how you perceive him because of his looks. So again, just something that was different that kind of drew me in, uh, at discovering podcasting. So it's it's the celebrities always help bring people in, and definitely fun. I, so, I discovered podcasting the same way that you did with uh with like all the Kevin Smith, the Smod, the Smod Co stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was uh it was after I saw him live um at uh, was it the Improv over uh, off of um. I-10 in oh, yeah, uh, Silver. Okay. Okay. Right? At, okay. At the improv. Okay. Yeah. He did like a, one of those like Q&A things or whatever where he answers yeah. one question. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Two hours really later. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I just, uh, you know, I was like, man, I want to check on the Smodco stuff. So, you know, uh, the Hollywood Babylon and oh, God. Uh, yeah. Smodcast. And then he did like the, the he did a podcast talking about Frasier, which I never cared about Frasier at all. <laughs> he did. He had, that was with Matt Mira. Uh, who was part of uh, another podcast before. Now he's like a writer on the Goldbergs. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Matt Mira. I mean, yeah, I listened to all the Kevin Smith stuff. I, I love Hollywood Babylon. I wish they'd bring Dude, back that old format. I love you. it. Uh, yes. I sell comics and tell them Steve, Dave, all that stuff. Yeah. And it's such a cool thing to be involved with a project with Ming Chen. Now we have a thing called the Houston Indie Podcast Society hits. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of fun. We didn't get you guys on there. It's gonna be a lot. <laughs> Can we interview a lot of just local Houston podcasters and stuff like that, and and what podcasting means, and all these yeah. type of you know tips and tricks, and uh, it's it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, man. If That's you want to drop up your numbers, just got you guys get get us on there, man. We'll we'll bring the street cred. Oh yeah, we're looking for <laughs> it. We need it. We'll we'll, get you guys. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll definitely bring the seven one three down. <laughs> we'll bring right. it, we'll bring it down. Uh, but yeah, uh, well, I was at the um. When Kevin Smith did the recording for Smodcast at the Alamo, mm-hmm. along with Tell, Tell Him Steve Dave, I was there. And if you go back to listen to Tell Him Steve Dave's episode, Houston, we have a problem. Yeah. The, the guy in the Daredevil suit that 
that Brian Q was yelling at. Oh yeah. That's me. That was, that was you really? That was me. Yeah. I told me he had awesome. a girl's car. When he I didn't know I was talking car. to somebody famous. <laughs> I'm not famous. Uh, I, I, I was trolling before <laughs> it was cool. Uh, but uh, no, I told wait, me he had a girl's car. Wait a minute. I, you were trolling before it was cool. Is it, yeah. has it ever been cool? It's not cool now. No, it, it's cool at wrestling events. <laughs> okay. Well, that might be true. <laughs> it's cool at wrestling events. But yeah, I was heckling uh, Quinn, and uh, we met up afterwards. And there's a photo of me and Quinn in the same room together. So despite <laughs> what most people think, I'm not Brian Quinn, but there's a photo of both of us. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I just like click, get off the podcast the whole time. Like, what the hell you had me fooled? That's right. Oh, how the turn have tables. <laughs> but starting off the show, as we're already a few minutes in, uh, we have a segment where we talk about like basically what you've been watching lately, reading, playing, or even listening to. Uh, just some generic things, just to kind of, you know, help other people discover who listen to our show. Sure. Uh, so, uh, so Carrie, since you're the guest, you can go first. Like what you've been watching, playing, reading, or listening to, uh, watching. So, um, not a lot recently. We, we finished the masters of the universe. Speaking of Kevin Smith, the revelations Ooh, last week. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you we guys want to talk it. about, we'll get, we'll talk about that one a little bit okay. later. <laughs> uh, well, I know we're going to dive deep into that one. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I picked up Resident Evil Village again, getting back into that. And I just okay. downloaded this game called The Ascent on Ga- Xbox Game Pass. And it's cyberpunk done the right way. Okay. With, and it's a, a top-down uh, twin-stick shooter. But a lot of little RPG elements. and Okay. I, it looks beautiful. Everything The music is great. It's everything you wanted uh, uh, cyberpunk. 2077 okay. to be you got it here uh i'm they could have just replaced the the main character with like judge dread completely <laughs> and i would have been completely happy okay <laughs> easily easily I'm, i was playing it actually right before we started uh and that and i've been playing the the new ratchet and clank game how is that love it's so okay i love ratchet and clank it's one of my favorite series of all time it uh-huh. plays exactly the same but oh my god, it's the best looking thing I've ever played in my life. Okay, it's it's a reason to actually own a PlayStation Five. Not Spider Man Miles Morales. Mm, no, I mean that it looks good, but it's very mott, more of the okay. same. You know what I mean? Okay. It okay. just like a it just feels like an expansion. Okay, but but it was a good expansion. But yeah. Okay, that's good. That's cool, man. That's cool, Chris. You want to go? Yeah, I was um, <clears throat> Disney World. <clears throat> and um, where, where, where was this place? Where is this magical place you speak of? Orlando, <clears throat> Florida. <clears throat> this, this kingdom you're talking about. This kingdom. Magic. Mag- oh man, uh, <laughs> the price tag is never magical, but the time is. <laughs> How did we watch He-Man? Uh, leaving Hollywood Studios early. Yeah, we actually left Hollywood Studios earlier uh, in the day. Because mm-hmm. we pretty much wrote everything we wanted to ride, unless we just wanted to double down on everything, which we really didn't. Because honestly, it was hot as balls. Yeah, uh, out there. Minimum. Yeah, and uh, it was like, mm, you know, we can just do all these things and uh, all these. What did you like? Sixty minute wait for everything, basically. Sixty seventy, yeah. Yeah, it was just it was like either you know wait around to do it again or be like you know what let's go back to the super expensive hotel that we spent money on. Let's go watch stuff on the fire stick, like yep. He-Man, Master of the Universe Revelations, and just chill out. And we did that, man. And I gotta tell you, um, I really enjoyed 
I know the internet is all uh, a flutter. Mm -hmm. um, the gatekeepers, they're 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 their feathers are ruffled. Um, yeah. But um, we did that. I watched that. I on the way on the way home on the plane. Mm -hmm. I watched Quiet Place Two. Okay. Which I actually enjoyed a lot. I did too. I saw. I actually went and saw that in the theater. I wanted to. I think at the time I was kind of leery about movie theaters and stuff this like that. Yeah, this was when they were still like every other seat, and we we yeah. felt comfortable that. I don't know if I feel comfortable now, but we're not going there. Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, go I really want to see the Jungle Cruise. We're like, do we just rent it at home, or do we, you know? That's funny yeah. you mentioned that. What we were talking about earlier, me and yeah. Nicole. Uh, <laughs> we were like, well, I mean, thirty bucks sounds pricey on Disney Plus, but then again. So I got to ask about this. If you pay the 30 on Disney Plus, yeah. is that it does it stay like unlocked on your it's Disney yours. Plus account? It's yours it is, for... it's not a rental, it's it's a purchase. Okay. They, but they've already announced that it's going to be free for Disney Plus subscribers in November. Yeah. So yeah. They, if, which is wait. weird. What's that? I don't want to wait. I know, me too. <laughs> like, it's, like, it's so I weird have... that they put the time out. Uh, the 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 time frame out that you can get it for free already. Yeah. Like, Why did they do that? But well, they said was it's October fifth for Black Widow on Disney Plus. Oh really? So yeah, it's. I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I I want to see Black Widow. Haven't seen it yet. I saw that in the theater too. I, it's not on my list of I need to see it. But I can wait that one out. I feel like I can wait that one out. It so, was enjoyable. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, I know it's gonna be fun. I know it's gonna be fun. But I don't have that need, that that persistence to. I've got to see it with Black Widow. Uh, to me, I, the the action stuff that's great. But I'm more of like the mysticism, powers type superhero movies. Like, I mean, that's all that's coming right around the corner, man. Well, again, when Doctor Strange comes out, I'm yeah. the first in line to go see that one because a Sam Raimi, yeah, b mm -hmm. uh, Doctor Strange, c Ted Raimi's in there somewhere. Carla Witch. Yeah, she's in there too. Uh, Ted Raimi's going to be in there somewhere. <laughs> you know, Bruce Campbell's going to cameo, and, oh, God, so the yeah. and so is the Oldsmobile. Yeah, dude. If <laughs> oh, we, cool. if if if, yeah. if um, if he if if he if he came cameo, cameos, is he going to be the ring announcer for the Macho Man match, or is he going to be reprising his role as the theater guy, or does he play a variant of a different character? I completely? see. I see Bruce Campbell coming in as Briscoe County Jr. The most um, random cameo you can think of, because this is Bruce Campbell we're talking about. This is Bruce Campbell. He's either he's either going to come in as Chuck Finley from Burn Notice, or he's going to pull a Briscoe County Junior just to fuck with the fans because this is what he on does. the Doctor Strange movie. Yes, dude, well, there could be variants, so we don't. Yeah, he, he, he we okay. don't know. I, I, mean, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up as a Tolkis from uh, Xena and Hercules, just because <sighs> that's a Sam Raimi production. I was kind of hoping that he would end up being like, you know, the ringmaster uh, or something. Yeah, something like that. Some kind of okay. goofy, you know, D-list villain. But I guess anything's possible. It is the sacred timeline, and it is all it is topsy turvy. So, so back to your, I got, I got a question about your trip, uh, Chris. How, <laughs> did, on. how did Tracker Watch go? Tracker Watch. Boo! Uh, yeah. I have so much to say about that. Boo! Hiss! Hiss! Boo! <laughs> um, so. Uh, basically, we were in the same park as Tim Tracker at one point, 
but on the complete opposite side from where he was. Oh, no. And uh, I, I will let Nicole vent her frustrations. Go ahead, dear. You mean you were two countries away? Yes. <laughs> Sweet revenge for Aaron, apparently. That's right. That's right. Jeez. So, um, <laughs> if you go watch his last Epcot video, yeah. where he's eating all the food, putting all the stuff in his mouth. Uh huh. Uh, it was a tracker video after all. Yeah, I was like about okay. to say every single one. He's, he's in World Showcase. We're in future. We're in future oh, world. No. So we get back to the hotel. We finish watching He-Man. I'm like, oh, look, a new Tim Tracker. And he says the date. And I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> well, I, guess, I guess we can cuss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we can cuss on here. We got the permission. Yeah, I, uh... I, I woke Chris up. I was like, that damn Tim Tracker was at Epcot. I have, some, I have something to tell you guys after the show. We'll talk offline about <laughs> okay. it. Uh, I got to meet him. Uh, luckily, I met a lot of the. <laughs> I met a lot of the YouTubers that we love because we went in April, late April, early May. Um, and we ran into a buddy of mine uh, that used to be that used to live here in Houston. He lived there with his family now, and uh, he like, oh, I ran into Tim Tracker when I at the baby swap at uh, Rock and Roller Coaster. I'm like, oh, cool, he's here. I was like, my eyes were on on lookout, man. Seriously, and we, were, <laughs> we were walking. We were walking down Sunset Boulevard over to. I think we we're actually going back to Rock and Roller Coaster, and I saw them, and it was like I just rushed over <laughs> and talked to him for a minute. He's really there. It was like him and Jen and uh, the the baby. Every, everybody, Jackson. Was, Jackson. Everybody was super cool. <laughs> we talked for a few minutes. Um, I'll tell you all something afterwards that I <laughs> okay. I invited him somewhere for next year. If you uh, catch my drift, and he was interested, <laughs> okay. He's I, I I see the the yeah. You're looking over. I know what you well, you well, know what I'm talking. Well, about. Well, the thing is that we is that us is that we haven't revealed what area what places we work at. You know, Chris no. works at an undisclosed comic book company, <laughs> our comic book store. I work at an undisclosed furniture company, so we we haven't yep. revealed where we work at yet, <laughs> and that, that's and we feel well, that's for the best. I work in an unrevealed. Um, Community college. I'll say that. Okay. Oh, okay. Very that works. Okay. Yeah, it's not, like it's, not, it's Greendale. It's Greendale. That's what it Greendale. is. <laughs> Greendale. Dude, I, 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 I'm naturally a people watcher. Like when I'm just out and about doing whatever I do, mm-hmm. but I've never strained so hard in my life to look right. at people than when I was at Disney. I'm like, for all the times we watch these guys' videos, uh, you know, even dude, even for DFB guide, I was wondering. Yeah. Yeah. What 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 hand with you know manicured nails is gonna be holding up a pineapple, fucking uh, you know <laughs> swirl shake or some shit? Yeah. Like, are y'all DFB guys? Like, I mean, I was totally okay. So, quick side note: I met Tim Tracker. Did, did we tell you the story? I've heard told the story. The yeah, you told me before. Did we tell on the podcast, Aaron? Uh, About yeah, Tim Tracker? Yeah, you oh, told. Okay. Me. Yeah, we did. We did. Okay, so I met Tim Tracker in person. My wife. Did not see him on. Did not. She talked to him for a few seconds on a Facebook message video, but nonetheless, <laughs> yeah. To to say she was the frustrated was an understatement. Like I'm sure our neighbors were like, "What the hell is a Tim Tracker?" <laughs> He's our celebrity. It's it's yes. weird. We talk about it because I I watch YouTube more than anything else. 
So Seriously? Tim Tracker, Adam the Woo. I love Adam the Woo. I got mm-hmm. this is the second time I met him when I was there. Um, uh, PC Dev, I, we love him. We met him. We met uh, you know Page. You watch Page Miss Tomorrow and Super Enthused. Mm-hmm. We met them together. They were. I was like, I walk by. I'm like, are you are you Nate? And they wow. talked for a few minutes. It was. The, I I I'm really into the Diz right now. I've been have been for a couple of years, and we actually used their travel service when we booked. I was looking forward to running into somebody from the Diz the whole week, but we didn't. But uh, well, I can't complain do. because we met so many other people that were really. But the problem is the, the week we were there was like the week or the week before they stopped doing the mask mandate. Mm. So most of my pictures were less, us wearing masks, you know? Yeah, of course. Which I think they're, they're going back to that, I think. They are when, inside. Yeah, they're going back to it all left. inside. Yeah, I mean... I yeah, mean, we're we're, we're not really we're what we're aiming for now is to go back in October of 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna. I'd like to. I'd like to miss the mask thing again. Hopefully, the world quits setting itself on fire. We'll see what happens. But yeah, um, Disneyland, which is expensive as hell, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. unless we're going to go to PowerCon and then make it just a, a side trip, a side quest. But that that's the plan for next year. Yeah. Um, PowerCon. It's, it's well, a, we'll, it's all... we'll get into that too as well because that ties into something else. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but else. there's a you, you you've seen offhand Disney, right? That that he's yeah. kind of a goober. He's got a YouTube channel. Yep. Like I know he's at Disneyland all the time, and so you know I appreciate the charm of his bad videos and his <laughs> goofy sense of humor. I I, I dig it. I, I I'm on board with it. It makes sense. Let's all meet up there next year. I tell the great October of next year. I'm down. I, well, I believe it's September next year is what we're shooting Whatever. for. Okay. Oh, God. So we're going to be oh, going. God. Yeah. No. We're, we'll figure it out. We'll figure we're, it out. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we have over a year to figure it out. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll kind of finish a section off after this Disney talk that we can probably continue in again. Um, I did watch one movie called, uh, right here, it's called Death Promise. <laughs> Sounds promising. Yeah. Yeah. No, Sound quality, but visual. Yeah, um, pretty, pretty much. Pretty much, the movie is basically if Streets of Rage was a 1970s movie, it would be this. The game Streets of Rage would be a movie. It would be this. It is amazing. It is so stupid and so crazy that it is great. You get like a little tinge of the Warriors slash uh, yes. Don't Mind Black Exploitation. It, it's it's like it's like the Warriors meets Death Wish meets Enter the Dragon. Sounds good. It, it Sounds is promising. crazy. It's a nineteen seventy seven classic. I highly recommend everybody go out and look for this movie. It is great. It is That's stupid awesome. fun. Stupid fun. I played some more Outriders. Uh, I've become addicted to that game now, and I I'm, I'm really enjoy it. I played hmm? a little bit when it first came out. I haven't got back into it. It's it's fun. I've gotten far. I've gotten. I want to say at least thirty percent in. Oh, wow. And uh, I'm having a lot of fun just because it reminds me of the division with like the crouching behind something and taking people out, the factions and stuff like that. It kind of reminds me of that. I'm having fun with that one. Uh, Rain on your parade. I'm still doing the little Friday hunts. I love that game. Yeah. Have you done the Friday game? hunts? I have not. Uh, every Friday in July, they, they have a secret on the map. Oh, really? For, 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 a, for a secret uh, item or a mask. And one of them was like uh, one of the last week's was if you help a fish get across the land to the other side of the, the water, yeah, you get Sam Fisher goggle, night vision goggles. Oh wow. From Siphon Filter. Uh and yeah, and his name was Sam. It was Sam the fish, but you know, Sam Fisher. 
double good to cross. That's one of the words. <laughs> huh? Splinter Cell, right? Splinter Cell, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the things forever. was like don't make, me, thing, don't make don't make me call you out on video game knowledge, man. I, I don't I don't play Siphon Filter that much. So. <laughs> I never really I don't, anybody, I don't think anybody did. Yeah, not when Miller uh, Solid came out. No, but, uh, I don't know, man. I, I spent I logged <laughs> some hours in in, in, in Siphon Filter. Anyway, go but, ahead. But but like one of the past things was you have to find this gravestone. You strike it with lightning and you reanimate a zombie, which gives you a little skull badge for your cloud. That's cool. And so it's just little stuff like that. And today they didn't they didn't reveal what the final search is. And so I open up the map and I'm opening up Twitter to see what people are looking at. And everybody's like, I can't find it. Where's it at? So apparently there's an unnamed mystery search mm. today. So Interesting. yeah, I've, yeah, I've been loving that. And then they announced DLC. They have oh, DLC really? coming. Yes. Oh, that's cool. I, I, I love that game. It's so it's so fun and, and quirky yeah. and relaxing and it's so cool. It's it's a lot of fun. Like under the secret achievements. Just a lot of it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm glad you guys have time to sit around and play video games. I'm jealous. Well, you know what, sir? You know that. what, sir? You know what? I do, and I enjoy it. It is. Yeah, fun. It's rubbing in. Rubbing I, in. I am rubbing it in. I because it is fun. You know, I'm I'm all cultured now. I've been reading a book. <laughs> what the fuck is a and, book? And it doesn't just have um, <laughs> pictures and like word bubbles. Oh, then there's no such thing. I don't know. What you're I know about. right? Is it well, a actually, Waldo book? Uh, no, it's not a Where's Waldo book, but that's a good one. Um, <laughs> I'm reading the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood book from Quentin Tarantino. Oh, nice. and it's not okay. the it's not um, the a book of the movie. It's the characters from the from the movie in a new book. Okay, okay, oh, super okay. cool. Yeah, it's super cool. That's sounds so, badass. So is the book? I have, so I have to ask this because yep. you know, this is this is the thing. Is the book? Better than the movie, or is the movie better than the book, uh, or equal, well, or is it equal? I, you can't compare it because they're different. It's not the mm-hmm. the movie is not based on the book. The book is based on the movie. Yeah. So it's just like a he just wanted to revisit the characters and flesh them out more. Okay. Okay. So I just I just read a whole chapter about um, Brad Pitt's character talking about fifties and sixties like underground cinema mm-hmm. and all the favorite actors and directors he liked. I'm like okay. okay. So it's basically right. Tarantino talking about all the favorite actors Pretty and much. actresses he likes. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> no, was no, thinking no. If, it was, if it was Tarantino, it'd be all the actors and actresses' feet that he likes. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, man. He's got that foot fetish. He, he, he does have a foot fetish. God. He, he's probably subscribed to that Peggy Hill foot video session. Dude, I bet he's got a. I bet he's got an account on OnlyFeet.com. <laughs> this is women putting their feet out there. Is there or a man some, or whatever. Is, is there such a thing? I mean, one would assume because it sounds like it would write itself, right? Yeah, I guess. (laughs) There's got to be a there's an audience for everything. Yeah, exactly. So to to finish us off, uh, I did watch. I cranked. I I didn't know it would be go over this quickly, but I did watch all the Masters of the Universe cartoon Mm -hmm. series, like everybody else has. Mm -hmm. Um, I did that two nights ago. I thought I would have to split it off because I thought each episode was going to be about forty five minutes to an hour long. Not the case. (laughs) 25 <laughs> about 25 minutes each yeah so i finished it in one night i'm like okay and it and it ended and i wanted more so we can kind of jump into that since we kind of teased at the beginning there will be more uh, yeah there'll be a second part coming soon oh oh I, oh yeah i definitely yeah so overall let, let's just jump in with thoughts of this because uh i've talked i've talked with a few people about this and i've got a lot of mixed reactions on what people what people have told me Without really saying what I think, so uh, 
Chris started off. Like, what did you think, Chris? I liked it. Uh, and it's not because I'm a fan of Kevin Smith and, and stuff mm-hmm. that he does. Nothing it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the fact yeah. that I am counterculture in so much in so much as I am not of the instant gratification mindset. I am not closed minded when it comes to expanding upon origins and stories and mm-hmm. giving me more content. Okay. I am not a gatekeeper of anything that I love that I grew okay. up with. Nostalgia is my business. Mm-hmm. I make money off of it. I enjoy it. People make money off of me because of it. Yep. It is just, it is what it is. And I think the internet being one of the best things and worst things that ever happened to the you know society has yeah. given everybody a voice and we all have opinions. And that's great. But do we need to hear all of them? No, we do not. <laughs> and so, you know, for me, it's like, I don't give a shit about a rotten tomato. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about a seven star match. It, none of that means anything to me. I make my own opinion based off what I see and what I hear, not yeah. what somebody else tells me they've seen and heard. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I with understand. this, with this, with this series, uh, I'm not saying it's groundbreaking. I'm not saying it's a brave move or anything like that. Cause it's not like, it's not like we're reinventing the wheel here. Well, I think the biggest question is, is were you entertained and B, do you want more? Uh, yes. And yes. So I don't dude, my mom would, my mom would tell you Tila was one of my favorite toys as a kid, mm-hmm. not because I was like, you know, ooh, girl or whatever, but like she looked badass mm-hmm. and she did really cool kicks cause her legs, you know, you know, could like do like a super kick before we knew what the hell yeah. a super kick was <laughs> like, okay. Tila was awesome. I love sorceress. I love Tila, mm-hmm. evil in like all the, you know, these, these, we are barely scratching the surface of characters that were created out of nothing to mm-hmm. push a toy line. Yes. These characters don't have personalities outside of like novels that were made and like the comic series from like Wildstorm and Image and the old yeah. Marvel stuff. And even then it was just stuff to push a product. It wasn't like we were getting any real lore. There is you 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 got a great point there. There is so much character development in this series. Mm-hmm. For every character, really. Yes. Um, well, for the ones that they brought on, yes. Yes, and there there'll be more. I mean, yeah. even like some of the secondary characters. I mean, like Triclops and stuff like that, which Hen- Henry Rollins was amazing as that character. <laughs> he God did, man. He did a great job. Was I, was not, I was not expecting that at all. Um, you know, a lot of people are complaining. Oh, it's like it's not a He-Man show, and he never said it was a He-Man show. Well, he might have in an early tweet he did, but it's called in the Masters. beginning. In the beginning, he uh, to kind of play a little bit of that advocate. Sure, be he, be an advocate. Uh, he did say this was a He-Man cartoon, and he thought, and he put his foot down saying that this was a He-Man he did. cartoon. I remember that, he he, did. but it might have changed since then. Yeah, he might have changed whenever the first uh, like reviewer reactions, reviewer uh, opinions first came out. Then he kind of went with, okay, no, it's a it's a universe, it's a Masters, of, it's a Masters of the Universe story. It's a Masters of the Universe story seen yes. through the eyes of a different character, Tila. Yeah. And the person that winds up w- becoming the master of the universe at the end of the first part, it's definitely somebody you wouldn't have imagined. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I really enjoyed the series. I saw it and I am a Kevin Smith fanboy. I'm going to mm-hmm. preface that, but I don't think I liked it as much because of that. I saw, I liked it because it went somewhere. There was gravitas with the characters. Mm-hmm. There was, yes. There yes. was something there. It wasn't just like, oh, I'm going to fight you, punch, punch, punch. It There was, you know, 
people die and I'm not trying to spoil anything here, but characters die, characters come back, all that kind of stuff. But it wasn't a He-Man yeah. story. It was just, it, which I really liked that. I mean, it, do we want to see the same universe. thing? Yeah. It was no, a good continuation. It's yeah, a good continuation of the universe. Merman. Yeah. Merman. Merman. You mean to tell me you ever thought about Merman having his own Atlantean army and a, a, a damn I, uh, on a boat like fucking Lonely Island? <laughs> Like, right i mean yeah. who thought about that no one ever That's thought true. about that dude are, are, how how stoked are you going to be aaron when uh-huh. they when they when they bring back buzz off and he's like no i mean yeah dude. I, I, I like the, okay well, you want me to go in my third my first thoughts and he's a wasp or, or, or whatever right so like yeah, wasp live underground or, or, or yeah. you know so there's like more of him and he's right. just a, and then, and then, who's to say he won't be a religious zealot like triclops or whatever like and he's like the god of his own colony of crazy bee people. Or Why can't that mind. happen? Yes. Or I have, I have mine. Yes. Uh, first of all, I love the series. I thought it was great. Uh, yes. I, I really enjoyed it. I have my nitpicks. And yeah. my nitpicks are, are kind of minor on certain things. My favorite part, or, you know, I, I well, I'll take back. Okay, for six episodes, or no, was it five or six? Was it five? Five. Five, five? five yeah. Yeah, for five episodes, we got development for characters that weren't heavily developed in the for the in the OOG cartoon series, mm-hmm. not not the remake in two thousand three or two thousand two, but the old old uh, show. We got more development on some of those characters. Now we got to see Clawful and Spycore at the beginning. That was great. We got to see mm-hmm. Nightmare. That was great. Uh, yeah. They didn't really do much except for add you know for uh, for disposition for the plot at hand, which is still I was fine with that. I thought that was great to see their new looks to see Fisto come running down with Tila. That, that was, was amazing. That was cool too. I, I, they, they need to get Chuck Norris to do his voice. Someone with that, that, that voice to do him. I think Someone I, good. You're Clyde right. Tra- Chuck Norris be good. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What, what's the, what's that old man? Uh, the old from roadhouse. And he was in that go, uh, in the ghost. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Yeah. He'll be a good voice. New and Carl Weathers is claptrap. <laughs> Carl Weathers is claptrap. <laughs> the only brother in the in Eternia. Look, no, no, and it, and 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 Preternia. Oh, that's right. That's right. King, uh, Grayskull. King Grayskull. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Well, King Grayskull. So we get all these things. My my absolute favorite thing in the entire show because I didn't look at voice actors whenever this came on. I didn't look at the voice actors at all. But when this character spoke, I instantly recognized his voice. And that was Tony Todd as Scarecrow. Oh, yeah. He was awesome. As Dude. soon as he spoke, as soon as he spoke, I'm like, that's Candyman. Yeah. Instant, instant, instant. Love that. Love that scene. That whole episode when there was Scarecrow was awesome. It yeah, really it was. was so well done. And he kept like like vibing in and out with like with, like the the skeletal glowing parts from the toy. So talking, just, just talking. You mentioned the you know you, you didn't look at the voice cast, but man, we got to mention the voice cast that he got together was so amazing for the show. It was. Mm-hmm. I mean, Stephen Root is cringer. I mean, yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah, who'd have thunk it? Yeah, that's like perfect casting right there. Sarah Michelle oh, yeah. Gellar as Tila. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Cersei Lannister as Evil Lynn. That's right. Dude, yeah, she, dude, I, and I. I, I in my mind, I kept bouncing back and forth between her being Evelyn and Cersei Lannister because she has that draw to her voice. She's so dickish. Yes. Uh, speaking of dicks, 
I didn't realize King Randor was such a cocksucker. Or, or, well, or like, you know what I mean? Like, he was, well, well, he, 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 was kind of, kind of, he was kind of retconned to do that. He, he was, first story, he was kind of retconned. Okay. And I, I hate saying, I mean, I don't know what to say. I was like, I was, that was the part where I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, huh? Mm-hmm. But okay, fine. I'll take that. Uh, but the question is, um, what do you think about Orko after you're watching this? Um, well, first, I'm going to say this. What's the one thing with cartoon shows, comics, all of that, when somebody supposedly dies? If there's no body, they're not dead. Right. I don't think Orko died. I think Orko pulled himself and Scarecrow into another dimension or another area, teleported them out. We'll see Orko return in season two. We'll see him return in season three. But Orko will be back. I don't. He he's not dead. Man, those scenes between Orko and Evil Lynn. Yeah. Were oh, phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, they were great. They were great. The just the character development they did with Evil Lynn was worth it alone. It was she's just a secondary she's a secondary villain to Skeletor, and then like yeah. they gave her all this growth and development. And then as soon as Skeletor spoiler comes back, she's like, Oh yeah, baby, I'm with you again. Yeah. Everything she that, that she did is gone. Syndrome, man. She's got that well, uh she, exactly. You know. Well, she's lackey number one, and then Beast fans her lackey. So Beast yeah. fans, the lackey's lackey. So. <laughs> the Lola Lackey. Uh, you know, I really, um, I didn't really think about. Uh, it, it, of course, as a kid, you're like, "Oh, that's Skeletor's girlfriend." I mean, that's just yeah. Who, like, yeah else, you, how else would you think of her? Yeah. yeah. Um, but as through mature eyes, you're like, "Yeah, I can see where she lived for him because you know she just she wanted to be loved because she didn't have anything and, and she yeah. wasn't, you know." And she saw so much in, in herself in Orko and Orko mm-hmm. and herself. It was just like, oh, okay, I can yeah. see this. I can see yeah. where you're you're not taken seriously, and you're you know, and, and there's yeah. there's social commentary too. There, I mean, it's you know, Kevin Smith, if, if nothing else, knows how to uh, include the hot top, you know, hot button topics of mental health and and you know, yeah. all the things that people. Which, thank God, are getting more spotlights, yeah. spotlights shown on them now than they ever have. Yeah, you know. That's true. So being that we're our, you know, thirties and forties and fifties or whatever our age is, this stuff is geared towards us, man. You mean like fifties. <laughs> you looked at me when you said that. Yeah, you <laughs> you're you're a brisk twenty-seven. I'm, what, a, what I'm saying. I'm a brisk forty-seven. <laughs> yeah, but okay. So, but and, and to my point, this show. Is for everybody, but yeah. if we're going to sit here and act like that, we don't have a, a slightly more vested interest, and we're lying uh-huh. to ourselves because we've seen it from the the kids' point of view as a kid who wanted to have the power of He Man, mm-hmm. who wanted to have all the characters and all the battles and all the toys. Yep. That for like you said, that first episode we saw the boulder, the the, the Triceratops boulder. I can't remember the name of the Smash thing. Smash the Smash the Smash yeah. yeah, a bunch of it was it the land shark and then uh, the Tricops, the yeah, Roton as well. Tricops comes in on uh, an army of Rotons. Yeah, dude, I would have killed to have thirty-seven Rotons as a kid. <laughs> yeah, there was true. in that first episode. There was so much fan service. Yeah. There was. Night- yeah, nightmare, and then the other horse, uh, the, the the other robotic horse that that was disguised. Did we yeah. see Wind Raiders? weren't Wind Raiders? Yeah, we did too? see Wind Raiders. Yeah. Uh, sky sled. Didn't we see the sky sled? When yeah, somebody sky, sky sled? sled? Yeah. I, 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 Nicole can tell you, we're laying there, and I was like, "Oh, look, it's this. Oh, look, it's this. They put well, this in there. What the hell?" Yeah. Well, epi- was it episode five? I mean, we got Wondar. 
We got Hero. We got Panthor. We got uh, the uh, Vicar. We got uh, we got all those characters that were like either concepts, mailaways, or even failed figure releases as Easter eggs in that episode. Yeah. Oh, what's his we, name? We got all of them. On episode four, in the background, you were like, "Oh my god, they put that He-Man in there." Oh, he's someone Wonder. Yeah, Wonder, the Wonder Bread, the Wonder Bread guy, yeah, Wonder the Bread. the away Wonder Bread figure. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. <laughs> tell me he him. comes. Tell me, tell me they're going to do something with him where he comes from a line of warrior uh, bakers. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't know. Season two. Season two. But but he had all those things. He had and like and, and the the triceratops that uh, uh, King Grayskull was riding on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the you know had all those things and it was really great. So. It was fan service. We got a lot of good things. Uh, I didn't. One of my nitpicks, uh, and I'll I'll start with some of my nitpicks, was that everybody was either missing an eye or had a cybernetic eye throughout the show, the series. <laughs> and I'm like, when did these people start turning into pirates for this? Because everybody was either missing an eye or they had a cybernetic eye. Wasn't, was that, like, wasn't that the religious aspect of Triclops though? Like trust, no, the, Mer- trust the machine no, but, or whatever. But then Merman. He also had an X dot eye. Oh, did he? Oh, oh, yeah. was it? Oh, was it yeah. missing or was it somebody it, just pulled it out? Don't you know it's in the future? Everybody loses an eye. Yeah, everybody loses an eye. Apparently. Yeah, man. So it's yeah. Th- 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 I was just kind of like, why is everybody having Duh. a messed up eye or a missing eye? <laughs> Except for Orko. But uh, but I mean, it was. Wait, he never really answered your question about Orko. <laughs> that's uh, true you didn't did you you danced <laughs> around it did you like orco or no uh-huh, fuck orco but still oh. i mean <laughs> what uh thanks for listening to the last episode i, I gotta go Omega. guys god no, i'll say Aaron. orco was more developed here i'm glad that he kind of dropped the comedy the the snarf aspect of his character and he and they gave him more of a developed you know, background story and developed uh, heritage line, which felt great. Instead of him being like, you know, like the Jester Duck from Darkwing Duck, you know, he 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 felt more like he belonged. Mm. And he, he belonged in the show. So I like that. The fact that he was dying was even better. So Oh my god. I, <laughs> no, I'm just Wait, I'm he, just joking. He was dying? Yeah, he was dying. I'm just joking, but I mean, what did you think of the voice actor who was who played Orko? Who was who was it? Griffin Newman. He's a fellow podcaster, but he was a uh, Arthur on the last Tick series. Okay. Oh, that's where okay. I recognize him from. I, yeah. I couldn't place him. Yeah, yeah, he sounded familiar. I, I, yeah, I didn't place him. But yeah, I mean, Orko was better here. And I mean, think I think in the episode we had with Rami on, I said he looks like a badass. And he did. He went out. You know, he took Scareglow with him. He went out. Uh, again, no body, no death. That's that's always the thought, number one rule and thought process for cartoons and everything. No body, no death. We didn't get a body. He didn't appear in Preternia with all the other uh, dead people, like with like Moss Man. So he could still be out there somewhere. Uh, but yeah, I was impressed. And while he's still not my favorite not even in top 10. He is now above Leech and Mosquitoor and my list of uh, favorite He-Man characters. So Nice, nice. Uh, uh, he, he's, he's upgraded two people. So he, he's got... He's moving, moving up that list. He, he is. 
you, you know, speaking of list, Carrie, list some of the things that you found lackluster or that you think could have been done better. Like, kind of like Aaron, what were the, some of the things that were a miss for you? It, I, I don't, I don't know if I have many. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not as jaded as a lot of other uh-huh. fanboys <laughs> out there. And I'm not, no, I'm not calling you a fan. <laughs> jaded in your face. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not talking about I love the series as a whole. I loved it. Just, I loved it. Just the vitriol on the internet after it. And, no, you're right, he, yeah. and then, I mean, Kevin Smith had to come out and say, Hey, grow up. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, he did. This is a modern version of something from your, yeah, it's from your childhood, but the version of your, your childhood was just them trying to introduce new toys to sell to you. Yeah. Pretty this much. This is actually trying to take them into new places and new, in, and making actual real characters and real yes. drama yeah. out of yes. them. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's the big difference. And mm-hmm. I, I appreciated that. I mean, yes. I wasn't expecting something from 1984 or whatever no. it was. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just uh, pre- preach. preach. Yeah. Preach. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's I, can't, I can't agree with you more if I wanted the first, to. The fir- very first act. Okay. This is going to. When I was young, my parents took me to the grocery store one time, mm-hmm. and I really wanted the Prince Adam action figure, and okay, couldn't get it, couldn't buy it, I stole it, <gasps> took it outside. Yeah, this is the only first and only time I'd ever done this. I took it outside, I stuck it in the the tailpipe of my parents' car to hide it. Yeah, and <laughs> the the uh, the people from the store came and talked to me they're like where are your parents at i was like i was like freaking out so they're like if you go get it we're not going to tell your parents blah 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 it was the first i was like 10 years old nine nine or ten years old the first time i'd ever done that i was like that's the only time i've ever done that and i was like it was wow. freaking prince adam look man i'm not going to judge you i'm not going to sit here and say i didn't steal shit as a kid but I mean, I admire you for shooting high. You know what I mean? And for me, it was like baseball cards and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. And I stuck it in the tailpipe. I, w- I wonder what would have happened if we actually drove home with that in the tailpipe. It would have been a melting glob of garbage. Would have been yeah, a exactly. When you got home. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's great, oh, man. man. Uh, Chris, do you have any nitpicks? Just like <sighs> like anything that, that – just, just to kind of give your opinion on it. Any nitpicks? I don't know it's so much as a nitpick as a, I was I was thrown off by, by the idea that Grace Castle Grayskull was just like a shell to hide whatever that, what, what what they call that again the hall like, of information yeah yeah I was like wait huh I was like this place is this is our home away from home away from home you never yeah. tell me this thing ain't real you know <laughs> but um no I mean but uh, to Carrie's point we're, we're getting a story. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we never got as a kid, and you wouldn't yeah. even know what the hell it was talking about when you're a kid anyway. That's true, and that's my, and that's kind of what I was thinking. Like all the stuff we're being given in this series is mm-hmm. stuff that our minds can wrap our heads around now because yeah, we're, we're it's not a gatekeeper thing. It's just we are the target audience. It's, it's yeah. yeah, it is what it is. And we're older. We've lived our lives. And yeah, yes, we know. And we're we know there's more drama out there. Yeah, we know True. there's more. We, I'll, yeah, give me Orko having an identity crisis. Yeah, give me Evil Lynn with Stockholm syndrome. You know what I mean? Yep. Give me Tila, who you know. I guess I think maybe if if, if, if there's a nitpick, I, I feel like Tila probably overreacted a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. 
a, a little bit, but <laughs> little not bit. so much about not knowing about Prince Adam being he man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that was a little. Uh, I think that was a little forced. She threw but... a twenty-five year temper tantrum. She did. Yeah. Seriously. Did. Exactly. I was like, for however many years it was. Yeah. No, not to mention you were the most one of the most trusted hands, uh, you know, and you just got made what, you know, supreme commander general. Yeah. Like you're obviously doing something right. Guess what? They would have told you event. You would have found yeah. out eventually. Yeah, you would have found out within like <laughs> 15 minutes. Yeah, seriously. Like you would have had to been told, man at arms, it was the right hand man to he man. Yeah. You're about to become the right hand woman. They're gonna. He was gonna tell you. How yeah. can you? How can you hide it? You know. Yeah. And there's a blonde guy. <laughs> Who's hanging out with a green cat? And then there's a big blonde guy hanging out with a green cat. Yeah. Look, Carrie, if you take your glasses off and, and <laughs> if I don't realize it's you, there's something wrong with me. It's it's the whole Clark Kent Superman thing. Exactly. But like, granted, Prince Adam, Prince Adam is 90 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> yeah. You know, and this, and well, honestly, in this series, it makes more sense for him to be a, a beanpole kid. Yeah. Like, he wasn't back then. He was a swole ass dude in a pink jacket. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so or well, a pink it, vest, whatever. It, it, it was. I mean, it makes me wonder if, like, you know, there's like a surplus of green tigers running around in on Eternia. Right. Yeah. Exactly. How many that. green tigers with purple or with orange stripes do you know? <laughs> you know, like, or then again, maybe that's something they show us in season two. Hopefully, maybe hopefully Cringer wants do. to go to his homeland and go to Cringeville, and there's a bunch of green Cringeville? tigers. Yeah, so you know, whatever. On the south side of Houston, it's it's Cringertania. Yeah, Cringertania, exactly. It's some kind of Enia in it. They have their own ponchos down there in Cringertania. Ponchotania. Carrie, Carrie, you're from Houston. I am. How many times have you eaten at Ponchos, the restaurant? Um, I way too many times. See, do you hate it? Um, no, but it's been maybe fifteen or twenty years since I've been there. Yeah, see, that's that's fair. That's fair, but did it happy? Because there used oh. to be one nearby here. Uh, there used to be one at like Bissonette in 59. Oh, yeah, exactly. In, in the, uh, okay. What, what's the, what's what? the poncho thing? Oh, my God. <laughs> Look. Okay. I will, I will die on this hill with my flag. Okay. My I, got a, I got a poncho story for you. Okay. Do you want, do you want to hear this? Here's the whole thing. This yeah. is not a gag anymore. It's no longer. This ain't a game, son. <laughs> it's real. I love ponchos. Yeah, don't drop your pen, poncho. I, I, I'm frustrated. Raise Aaron. your flag. Raise your flag. You have it picked up. I will stab you with my flag. No, <laughs> I, I I'm of the mindset that ponchos is a is is a decent buffet. You can't call you can't really call it a Mexican buffet because it's not really Mexican food. It's not it's not authentic Mexican. It's, it's not, not really, really food Mex. It's ponchos food. It's not really <laughs> you food know what either. Mean? Like do you, okay, look. <laughs> Carrie, when, when you would go to when you would go to Ponchos and you're, yeah. you're I'm assuming you're with your family, yeah, right. Exactly. And you know how the thing is: you get in line, you get your tray, and they say, "Don't touch the plate; it's very hot." Blah 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 blah. But on that metal cover, right before you get to the food, do you remember seeing a, a sign that said, "Oh, you can buy fajitas here"? No, it, I don't remember. Okay, that's what always blew my mind. I there was like there was uh, there was other shit on the menu, as if you're mm-hmm. going to go to Ponchos for anything but the buffet. Legit shit, dude. Tex-Mex food makes you shit no matter where you go, Aaron. <laughs> it does. It gives you green boo boo. So, That's what Tex-Mex so, does. So, so how many how many Poncho's restaurants were there originally? Four thousand three hundred and twenty three nationwide. Now there are two in Houston. 
There's two. Where are they? There's one off of 1960 in Wait, two weeks ago there were three. Now they're down to two. I I didn't realize they closed the one off 45 North. We did our research at Disney just to mess with you. Yes. Oh, it's not messing with me. It's messing with them. I think no, man. When when Aaron, when was the last time you went to Poncho's? Uh, uh, that was oh geez, probably 2003, and my stomach thanks me every day. (laughs) You need to raise that flag, man. Uh, I can't, I can't raise the flag. (laughs) I'll go with you if you go. If, if, well, like, well, we're we're setting up Pontromania to happen when people fly in to check out. Oh, yeah, we're we're gonna do a we're gonna do a simulcast podcast, we're gonna do it from a a table at Poncho's. We're, We're going to Poncho's during WrestleMania, there's some in Dallas, they're all gonna die. I'll die happy. <laughs> so I'll die with my face buried in a, buried in a honey covered sofa pillow. I will tell you a quick story about this metal band called Vader from Poland, right? Okay. Definitely not used to uh, American food and definitely not used to Tex-Mex food. Oh, um, my <laughs> my old my old mentor, it was a guy named Bill Bates. He was a radio DJ for years and years. And he used to do a lot of concert promotions. Uh, you know, bring bands in and all this kind of stuff. So, uh, it I can't engine room. Mm-hmm. It was at the engine, Ooh, room. engine room. It was it was Vader and Dying Fetus and some other band I can't remember. Ooh. And um, <laughs> I was I was charged to go pick up the food for the show for the writer, and we got ponchos. We got a a shit ton of ponchos. <laughs> and yeah, the the lead singer is named Piotr. Uh, <laughs> halfway through their set, pretended like he broke a string on his guitar so he could run off to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Poncho strikes again. He, uh, I don't think well, it was a Poncho he's... thing, but he, I just don't think he's used to that type of food. I was about to say, wouldn't you can't blame Ponchos, you gotta no. blame the fact he's from Scandinavia or whatever, and they they eat like goat balls and shit. They didn't have any idea. That's like half of Poncho's menu is goat ran, balls. Go- Man, delicious <laughs> goat balls. Goat man, balls covered in cinnamon sugar. Oh, <laughs> dude. Big toy show. You know what? We're gonna have to. Uh, Carrie, you are yes. cordially invited to the FRN. I am. I'm coming. Ponchos. You know, Poncho mania. We're talking about Ponchos, and I'm getting this. This wonderful memory of those puff pastries at the end, covered oh, in the, the the honey and the cinnamon sugar. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's oh. the sopapilla. Yes. I, I, the sopapilla. I call them soapy pillows. Yes. Yeah. They're delicious. They, 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 those are the best things at that restaurant. Babe, after. Uh... You're not invited, Aaron. I'm sorry. You're going to have to stay on. No, 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 no. What? After <laughs> next... <laughs> not going to happen. Babe, after the next toy show, Aaron chose what restaurant we went to last time. We. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. You might be you might be going to Poncho's in October, pal. Uh, I, ch- I did choose Chewy's after the last toy show, but Chewy's was mm-hmm. good though. Chewy's is good. Chewy's is okay. Chewy's, no, Chewy's is, is good. Chewy's, dude. Chewy's can't hold a candle to Iguana Joe's or Chimichangas or Chimichangas. Dude, Chewy's no Jimmy Poncho's Chongas? needs a candle to light the bathroom after using and eating at Poncho's. You don't want a candle near those farts. You're you're going to lose this battle every time, buddy. Carrie. Uh, ponchos, yay or nay? <laughs> yes, I'm I'm down. See, two to uh, one, man. You win. You, we win. You lose again. Anyways, uh, back to email. No, I, I, I no no I I win because I live after eating, not there. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> we you know what we need to do? We need to create a poncho like the little guy from the glass as a He-Man character. 
Punchar? Punchar? <laughs> Punchar? Punchor? Punch, Punchor? Punchor? Hey, man. I'm uh, telling it, you. Yeah, it could work. It's so, anyway. So getting anyway. back to you, man. No, uh, uh, Man at Arms was so Vin Diesel about family. Oh, <laughs> that's was. not. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. Although I dig, I dug the two tone uh, beard situation they gave him. Yeah, you know, I, I was with it. Mister Roboto was pretty cool too. Yeah, that was Justin yeah. Long. That was Again, Justin Long. yeah, I know that was Justin Long. Yeah, thank you for mentioning. That's another thing. Uh, a character you wouldn't even, dude, who looks a toy that looked cool as a kid. Let's be honest, mm-hmm. he just looked cool. Yeah, he did. His little gears and shit in his mouth and all that. It was awesome because, yep. and you, as a completist, you needed it, right? Yeah, yeah. Who would have thought he would have been uh, man at <laughs> arms, like sentient uh, consciousness and a robot? Well, his robotics. That was and, Pinocchio. And, and Justin Long, fellow podcaster. Yeah, right. In, the mo- Wait, in, in real life and in the movies, he's a podcaster. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a podcaster. He has a show. Did not know that. Did not and know lawyer. That <laughs> yeah, and, and a lawyer. And he's a lawyer too. Randy, uh, what, what was his name? Randy, Randy St. John. Randy, was it, or was it Randy St. John or Randy St. Randy? It might have been, that might be that, yeah. Oh my God, dude. Anyway, yeah. Well, Good stuff, I man. I, 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 I think the the show was awesome. Mm-hmm. I think the toys, the initial, when they when they release McFarlane to it, does the figures, right? No, it's uh, Mattel. It was Mattel? Okay. Mattel. Yeah. The initial release of the figures, everybody had a lot of negativity to say about it because. In my, this is my thought. Huh? Well, hold on. I think people were griping about the, the the look of the figures because we're so used to the stocky short figures as a kid. Yeah. That these you know lean mean fighting machine figures are like, Ooh, what is this? Well, well, I mean, even the even the remake in two thousand two had the leaner look for the figures. Exactly, and those and, those were the four horsemen ones, and people yeah. they grew on people. People loved yeah, people, them because it was you know even awesome. the character even the character design for that remake series was more leaner and every even uh characters there had a backstory like Buzzoff had a backstory stratos had a backstory uh webster had a backstory and so all those characters had backstories i used to watch webster as a kid oh web store web- oh, okay different <laughs> not, not 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 emmanuel lewis you know, <laughs> you know whatever he's doing now uh but uh no all those characters had backstories in that when and when they were in the remake that was great and isn't, one, th- huh? Isn't Emmanuel Lewis gone? Not no hearts, no body, no death. No, you're right. <laughs> I was he's, not, of, he's uh, in the uh, realm with uh, with, with uh, Scareglow and Orca. <laughs> Orca. <laughs> but uh, in the OG series, the very first cliffhanger that they had was where all the villains were winning. The heroes were scattered across the universe. He man or Prince Adam couldn't get to his sword. And it looked like Skeletor was winning. And that was a cliffhanger for the for the remake series. And the cliffhanger for this series brought me back to that remake with mm-hmm. the cliffhanger, where yep. there's no sign of victory in doubt. There's no sign of winning at all. This is evil winning completely. See you next season. So I know. I, I, I legitimately, I audibly gasped when I was like, <gasps> yeah, what the hell yeah. is this? But that's yeah. what you want. Yeah, can can we say how great Mark Hamill is as Skeletor? Oh my god! What, I mean, what can we say? I mean, that he guy, was great. he was good. Who do who gets two dips in the bucket? Who gets to be Luke Skywalker? Uh-huh. I'm sorry, three. Three dips. I'm sorry. Yeah, 
Luke Skywalker, and then you get to be the Joker yeah. for a whole generation, and nope. then you get to be fucking uh, Skeletor. Yep. Which, honestly, you would think that, you know, you could do better than Alan Oppenheimer, but honestly, I, I like this Skeletor a lot. Yeah. And it, it <laughs> it well, they brought Alan Oppenheimer back. Did yeah, you watch was- on Netflix? There's a uh, sort of like a interview making of show, uh-huh. like an after the show for the He-Man or from After the Universe. Did you watch that? No, I, I didn't watch that yet. Not yet. Not it's yet. pretty cool. Is he on there? He's no, on there. No, they no. interview him. Yeah. Well, he's a That's voice in. The, he's a voice in a new series. He's a uh, Moss Man, isn't he? Yeah, he is Moss Man. Yeah. Was he Moss Man? Yeah, he was Moss oh. Man. Yeah, he was Moss Man. We got those figures. Those figures are looking pretty cool. Now, I, I will nitpick. There's two things I'm going to nitpick about. Only two things. A, the toys that they're really Skelegod in the first wave of toys instead of waiting a month alert, or two. That yeah. was my nitpick. That I, I had see that. Yeah, Skelegod was, Skelegod was in the very first wave along with He-Man, really? Skeletor, and Battle Cat. Skelegod remember- was in that wave. I video called her from Target because I was like, I, it was before I went to work one morning, and I said, "Look at this." I said, "I don't know what this is. It's probably important to this show, but he looks badass. Are we getting him?" She said, "Yes, grab it." And so of course, we got yeah. it. But now knowing what I know, I'm like, "Oh, okay. I wish I wouldn't have had that expectation because yeah. the whole time I'm watching the show, I'm like, okay, I got a." $30 Skelegod figure at my house. Where well, does this come into play? Well, as soon as Skeletor, at, toward the end of the, the final episode, as soon as he popped, I'm like, oh, no, this is where Skelegod's going to come in. I can yeah. see what's happening. I can see this revealing how it's going to happen. And I'm like, oh, no, they released the toy. This is what's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> he's oh, the master man. of the universe. Yeah, he's the master. My second nitpick, and this is only because I don't like that style, is Tila's soccer mom mullet haircut. I do not like that style. I, 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 I it annoys me for some reason. Uh, it looks, it looks like someone brought back a mullet for women, and they forgot the other side. They forgot the other half. So, uh, I, I just, you know, I, I just, it's my own it. personal preference. That this don't is hate, my own personal preference. Don't hate the game. I don't oh. hate that game. I, I hate the barber game. Whoever gave him that haircut, oh, right? But for, hey, that's, for me, again. it you know it evoked the um, it evoked the Spider Gwen uh, haircut from Spider Verse. Yeah. Well, I think when Spider Gwen did it, it was original enough that it fit her character after a while because it fit her character, her attitude, and all of that. It worked yeah. itself in. With Tila, it just like oh, here's the new one. There, there really wasn't. It was yeah, just we got a, a little gap change. of time, you know. I mean, we got yeah, a little, yeah, yeah, know. but it was just a drastic change, like to, yeah, to show off. And <laughs> oh, my my wife is of the mindset that uh, Tila's friend is more than just a friend. It's written by Kevin Smith. It's definitely more than just a friend. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's like anytime we're we're watching wrestling or a movie or whatever, and like we 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 get that vibe from the characters on the screen. We'll look at each other and we'll go. Yep. For those of you who can't see what I'm doing, I throw yeah. up a pair of scissors. That's she my favorite a pair of scissors. That's my favorite Weird Al album, Running With Scissors. <laughs> Running With Scissors. Yeah, I, I kind of get that feeling as well. I kind of get that feeling as well. And I think it's deeper than just that. I think there's a deep love between the two characters, you know? Well, yeah. is, it, is it more of that or is it more of they've been comrades and battle mm-hmm. partners for so long that they're essentially kind of brothers in arms. Or yeah, they never they never arms. really say how long it was 
since since He Man died the first time. Yeah, they don't say. Do you? Did they do like ten years later? I don't even remember if they did that. It was just no. It was just no. I think we just jump forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. jump forward. And then you know, Man Arms has a top knot. He went from the you know the 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 crew cut to the top knot. (laughs) Nicole goes. Nicole goes. Oh, that's Evil Lynn. It's like, (laughs) well, yes, of course, Evil Lynn, but let it play out. (laughs) Yeah. But, Damn it, don't uh, be so damn smart. Can I do the now kiss with Evelyn and Orko? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're watching and they're getting real close and that's uh, most of the things she's like, now kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Pretty much. Hey, I'm pulling for Orko, man. Get get it while you can, buddy. That's right. Yeah, it was great. Get him, where you, get him where you fit in. Not long for the world. Yeah. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, overall, overall is a great show. Um <clears throat> I know my kids that saw the trailer for it and they were kind of wanting to see it. And I'm going to kind of hold back on letting them see it just because of some of the violence that's in it. Because while the show is marketed as PG, it's not PG. Uh, it's th- th- there's a little bit more violence in there. And uh, so I, but I know they've been wanting to watch it because of the trailer. They were the original uh, holding off for hero trailer, but uh, they can wait. Uh, hey man, show them the original series. The original series is on YouTube. It is on YouTube. Uh, I did order the DVD set. It was only like forty bucks for the full. Yeah, yeah, and everything. So dope. Aaron, why didn't you go to Walmart? It's twenty. Because my Walmart doesn't have it. That's true. All all of Aaron's stores are like overrun with uh, neck beards that take all the good things. Ours has it. It it was a last minute buy. I didn't know I was going to get it until until I had the kids ask me to watch it. Like, no, you can't watch it yet. So you could have borrowed ours. Now that I've been told tell of a uh, of a uh, radio flyer rocking horse freaking battle cat. Yeah, Rami's got that one. I know he does. And <laughs> if I ever stumble across one at a flea market, I'm buying it. We have a bullseye. Yeah, we do have a little rocking horse bullseye from Toy Story. That's cool. It's pretty dope. That's cool. So, uh, so have y'all seen the the remake that happened in 2003 for Masters of the Universe? No, Gary's no. I don't think the, I the cartoon. Yeah, the cartoon. The I saw I saw random episodes. I watched all of them because uh, when I would when I worked overnight at Walmart as a as a truck unloader, I would get home in time to catch uh, Transformers Armada, which was then followed by the the He Man remake series. So I got like an hour block of the the new rebooted cartoons, and the He Man rebooted series was really good just because it. it it's doing what this current series is doing, where it's giving more explanation for the for the characters, lesser characters, and the newer characters, and everything. Like Buzz Off again, like Buzz Off and Clawful, and all of them. And then you have the Snake Men, and they have like the snake armor and all of that. Uh, it did a lot of that, which is what this series is doing now. So, uh, if you haven't seen that 2002 series, check it out. It is definitely worth it. I do uh, need to go back and rewatch that. It's, it's I'm, definitely I'm worth curious. it. Tila has almost the same type of character in that one that she does in this one, in the sense where she's her own kind of d- dynamic uh, uh, character, where she's her own person, which she's, is great. Uh, empowered, and that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah you want that yeah. nowadays, man. You, want that. you want that's where everything's going. We want yeah. the equality across the board. I think it's great. Now, one more thing I have to point out, which I did pot, kind of mark out for when this happened in the the cartoon series, was when Prince Adam had the little hover discs that were from the movie. The live oh community. yeah, dude! I, I didn't think that. about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah and so then she go like, "Where did you get this from?" Or whatever. She like, like, no. She was like, "You still have these?" And he goes, "Yeah." Don't you remember what these are? 
Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And she made fun of them because, you know, everybody hated the movie. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I did not hate that movie, but go on. But but I marked out for that. I, I'm not going to lie. So I'm like, oh, the movie, the hover discs. So, That's awesome. It was Dude, let's hope that let's hope because Dolph Lundgren is still around and so is Frank Langella. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're both let's, still let's, around. Let's 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 uh, let's let He-Man or Tila go into an alternate universe where we meet the animated versions of those those that He-Man Skeletor. What if what if Wondar gets voiced by uh, Dolph, Dolph Lundgren? Lundgren? Yeah, I love that idea. <laughs> what if he gets I want bread him? puns. I want bread puns. He's like, you know, uh, who wants some sourdough the, bread? This is just the crust of the situation. <laughs> oh man, I feel he's he just got toasted. You know. He's gonna he's gonna pull off some Ricky Bobby quotes too. Oh my god! And what was the bubble gum? You don't eat, you don't chew such and such bubble gum. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, true. But but as we're talking at the beginning of the show, um, there's PowerCon, and what PowerCon is is it is a big He-Man and Masters of the Universe and She-Ra convention that is in uh, close to Anaheim, I believe, which is like basically where they hold this. It's right across the street from Disneyland. Mm. And so uh, I know people the, have gone the, Ana- the Anaheim Convention Center. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And so people have gone. Uh, I know apparently Kevin Smith went to the 2017 PowerCon, and he then he went back to the 2019 PowerCon, and that was whenever he first introduced or first announced the new series yeah. that he was going to be working on. So uh, that's the plan for FRN is that we're hoping along with Rami to attend PowerCon. And then maybe check out a Disneyland or two over oh, there. Of course, you have to. Yeah, we we did that for D twenty three in twenty thirteen, I believe it was the last time we went. I would mm-hmm. love to go back. Oh man, D twenty three sold out like in five minutes. Yeah, it did. Did it really? Yeah, that's that. insane. It's at the Floridian this year. No, 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 not that one. the The main one next year at. Uh, no, they moved England. it to Florida because really? uh, California yeah. has all those restrictions. Yeah, the, Florida, the, clo- the closings in California, so they moved it to Florida. Oh, uh, yep. Last time I got press passes, so maybe this time I don't know. Can ask. You you can try or, for it. Or if they can you, tell you is no. Yeah, you get you get exactly. a foot for it. But the plan is that for next year for 2022 uh, PowerCon, FRN PowerCon. Oh, like a couple weeks ago, they added Coco into the film or Magic at Disneyland. Oh, nice. Coco and PhilharMagic. We, we finally solved PhilharMagic this last time we went to Disney World. I, um, I'm i guilty of this. Every time at Disney World, I would walk past it and be like, ah, you know, it's just a theater show. And I'm not really, you know, anytime I'm at Disney World, I want to ride rides, basically. Mm-hmm. I want to eat snacks and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, my, I rest when I'm at Small World. I rest when I'm on Pirates. I rest at Haunted Mansion. And then mm-hmm. I just keep rolling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but we watched uh, Philhar Magic. It was really, really enjoyable. I, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't realize it was going to be like a 3D, you know, video Adventure. music show. Yeah, it was awesome. It was really cool. Oh, it was 4D. Yeah. We didn't see it the last time. Uh, we, we actually saw it in Disneyland when we were there because they, they converted the area where they used to have uh, the Muppet uh, Vision 3D to that. And it doesn't mm-hmm. work as well because it's just the one screen and not the surrounding screens how they yeah oh uh, yeah, yeah. In florida yeah man okay i i'm i'm i, I agree with nicole on this there is a really severe lack of muppets in the parks outside of just pizza rizzo which is only seasonal and honestly the pizza kind of sucks and uh mm-hmm. i never eaten there 
It's you're not missing anything. Uh, do you remember shitty pizza in school when you were a kid? Oh yeah, I know. Same pizza. I've had shitty pizza at <laughs> Disney before. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, you know, I, I think they really they should do something else. They should do something more with the Muppets. Like, and I, Hanson wanted them to do more. They just haven't after he died. That's true. They won't they even open the store anymore. Yeah, there's a store there. They hardly ever open it. I got to go into that store when I was there because it was I was there on May the Fourth. And they use that as the Star Wars pop-up shop. And you had to get uh, on a queue to get into it and all that stuff. I just wanted to get into it <laughs> to look around the Muppet store again. They had all the mm-hmm. Star Wars stuff. It was weird. I'm like, oh, there's the Muppets, but there's all the Star Wars stuff. Okay. Yeah. What are you going to do, man? We ate at the Regal Eagle. We did eat the Regal Eagle. We, I wanted to go there so badly, but every time we got over to that part of Epcot, we were we were not hungry. Yeah, seriously. If you know what I mean, I'm like, <laughs> it's right in the middle of. <laughs> it's like, it all right. right. <laughs> we actually plan. I mean, there's a couple of times we're like, let's go over there, and you know, we would have a late lunch or we would walk. Or, I mean, it's just by the time yeah. we got there, we're just like, we, we planned you know, it out because I really wanted to go. Is it? She did. Good? It's good, man. It was really good. I uh, I had. Texas is a good. Yeah. Surprisingly, yeah, it wasn't bad. Uh, okay. I had a hamburger. That had like chopped brisket on top of the of the okay. of the hamburger patty, with like pickles good. and onions and sauce. It was really good, man. I I'm, I can't what? lie. On what kind of bun? Oh, the, the, what they call it? Texas toast? Is that what they called yeah. it? Yeah, they called it Texas toast. Oh yeah, it was toast. But it wasn't like garlic bread toast or anything, but it was still good. Oh okay. You know, in the shoestring fries and stuff like that. Okay. Anything that the Muppets touch at Disney, I I go to. Nice. Yeah. Same eagle. Yeah, okay. it's so good. Yeah, we were we walked into it for a minute, but we just didn't eat. There was one, so one, much going on. Man, one of the things at, at, at Epcot that I really get kind of a uh, misty eyed over, and I know it sounds dumb. Okay, mm-hmm. no, but I really like. There's nothing dumb the, about anything at Disney. Thank you, Carrie. I appreciate it. So what I'm about to say, I don't feel weird about the um, the area with all the trains. Germany. The, the Germany, uh, the little mini train area, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that thing, man. Like, I wish I, I wish I had somewhere to put an outdoor friendly here in Texas, which is impossible, but like have an outdoor little train town. I want Pixar to do short. I need, I need Silver Spoons. I need Silver Spoons money. <laughs> I need, what was the kid's name? Ricky, Ricky Schroeder? Ricky Schroeder, yeah. I need Ricky Schroeder money. You know, one of the things that when, when we went, we're like, okay, we're going to spend more time walking around uh world showcase because i didn't really give it a lot of time when i was younger i'm like oh this is it's boring but i enjoy it now but there's so much stuff that we still haven't seen you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um yeah it's it's yeah we had such a good time where did y'all stay at we we stayed at uh art of animation we we stayed in in the uh nemo uh suite it was the wow. only room left. It was yeah, wow. the only we could get, which was fine. I mean, it was like a, it was basically like living in an apartment. It was like you had a living room and a we stayed in bathrooms. Century, and, so. I, I you know I don't think I've ever done Pop Century. Is, is it pretty nice? We we like it. it. We've stayed there the past three or four times, five times. Um, it's more expensive yeah, exactly. now than it used to be. I mean, I remember taking my nieces uh, a long time ago on a trip to Disney, and it was like. 79 89 dollars a night it's oh, like no, not anymore no not anymore not especially not oh, on the um on skyliner the skyliner i that skyliner saves you a lot of time I love skyliner. The skyliner man the only the only 
the first day we got there, we loved it because it got straight to the park. The, mm-hmm. the next day we got up, we're like, let's get on the Skyliner. And then you get to, you get to the hub and then you have to get off. And then there's like a 45 minute wait. We're like, we weren't expecting that. Well, I think luckily for us. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So I say, luckily it depends on your point of view here, but like Nicole just had foot surgery recently. Yep. And so we had the ECV and okay. we had the, the, what's called on our band or whatever. Yes. What's it called? D-A-S-Pass. The DAS pass oh, yeah, on the yeah. band. Um, I'm not telling, I'm not advocating for anybody to injure themselves before they go to Disney, but if you happen to break your ankle, just time it out correctly. A, yeah. Yeah. Break your <laughs> ankle before you go. Because like, <laughs> I went with my uncle a long time ago, um, maybe 10, 11, 12 years ago before he got real sick and he had to get an ECV. And that was before the time where if you had an ECV, especially at universal, it was like front of the line. All you have yeah. to do is show your pass. You just go to front of the line. Disney, I know you still have to wait, don't you? Well, they put you. They give you a return time, which right. is honestly very convenient because, especially in that heat, man, like, yeah, you still have to wait to get on the ride. Yeah. But you most certainly don't have to sit out in 98-degree weather yeah. sweating balls the whole time. So we would get a return time, and we're like, you know what? Let's go check out the shop over here. Let's go to Memento Mori. We go walk around Memento Mori, look around, and we're like, oh, I want, a, I want some ice cream. Then we'll go get a Mickey bar or whatever. And you know, hang out, man. You don't have to stress. You know, what was your what was your favorite snack on this trip? Ooh, that is. A we good did question. not get any Dole Whip nachos. Yeah, oh, we didn't. Yeah. Did you try those yet? No, not yet. The Dole Whip nachos are delicious. That was now, at uh, Disney Springs, right? Yeah, that little one right by the co-op or whatever. Yeah, is it by the co-op. Yeah, right by the co-op. That little stand. It's real. They're really good. It's a sugar overload. It's not. It's oh, yeah. it's, it's absurd, but it's delicious. The cheese um, dip at Planet Hollywood was so good. Yeah, surprisingly, the cheese dip at Planet Hollywood was pretty good. Really? Yeah, because we wouldn't really. I think we have the most fun when we don't really have a quote-unquote plan mm-hmm. for what we're doing. We're just kind of w- winging it. That's what, so that's what our whole trip was for us. We the, yeah. our only our only caveat was we have to get to Galaxy's Edge. We have to ride. Rise of Resistance, we have to get into Ogas, and we did. We have to build a oh. lightsaber, and we have to, to build a droid. We did oh, all okay. four of those things, and we we're good. We oh, actually yeah. rode Rise of the Resistance three times. How'd you get on there three times? Every oh, time. So we, yeah. Wait, so you did like the morning, uh, one o'clock, and then the next morning? No, 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 no. So we were there eight days, um, and I just had it scheduled out where we would have multiple mornings at, Disney, at Hollywood Studios. And every time I tried, all three days that I tried, we got it. It went Screw out you, Terry. <laughs> Dude, she was able to get us into Oga's Cantina. Yeah. Uh, but it was at 9.30 in the morning. My, so was mine. So I was like, you know what? It's a vacation. I don't give a shit. My, ours not- are the only one we can get was 9.30 in the morning. I was like, I had one drink and then we had a regular drink, you know? <laughs> I What did I drink? I drank a, a, a Fuzzy Tauntaun and what else? Outer rim or something. Oh, the, I have one of the outer rims. That the one with the brandy and the uh, the, the. It's got like a puree bourbon? on top of it. Okay. No, no, this had like a pineapple puree. Oh, okay. And it was like it had salt around the rim, and it was some sort of like a you know like martini a margarita type. type. Yeah, like a margarita thing. My wife got so, the fuzzy tauntaun, so I got to try that. Yeah, how crazy is that, right? It's cool. You're like, my tongue didn't know, my tongue didn't know, you know, like. But it's and I don't awesome. think I've I don't think I've had more popping boba tea or bubbles than I was at Disney that trip. Oh my they're, they're god! They're everywhere dude. on every food. Of course, of course. We 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 love 
Galaxy's Edge. We love Ogus Cantina because we we love DJ Rex. Yep. Bless his little automated heart. It, it, you know, he's too much fun. Um, when we were at the Galactic Outpost at um, Disney Springs, yeah. we saw the giant remote control DJ Rex. And I Nicole saw that was too. Like, I wanted How that. much does it cost to ship this home? And I was like, where are we going to put it? We have nowhere to put it. <laughs> I have a Funko on my um, Alexa. Yeah, she has the Funko on her I Alexa. She has a Disney shelf of all the rides and like toys and, and things from the rides. Oh, I it's do so too. Cool. You know, You know I do. Of course. A, is that the I'm big indie back there? Right the now. big indie pop? Yep. We the 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 Disney the Disney um outlet, outlet store. store. That's where I got mine. Okay, yeah, yeah. I regret not grabbing one. I should have grabbed one because it was like twenty bucks. It was like twelve bucks or some crap. Like, something insane. Something yeah. Like I was like, damn. But I, I got the Dapper Dance. I bought the Dapper Dance. I, that I wasn't too. missing that. If I had I, to pick one, it was going to be Dapper Dance. The the day that I heard about that, somebody posted it in a group, and I and I I, I think we did. It might have been us. It might have been I, you guys. Yeah, it might yeah, have been. We're like, look told, at this shit. <laughs> I told my, I, yeah, I told my wife, I'm like, we got to go right drive out there tonight. She's like, okay. I was like, all right. So we Dude. made a stop at Bucky's and we went out to that store, which is actually gone now, which is sad. It's a fucking heartbreaking situation. The yeah. only two Disney stores being at the Galleria, which is now one of the most unsafe places to go if you're from Houston. If you want to go shop at a fancy mall and get shot, for doing so, then go to the gallery, if not stay away. And then the other one is like over off North Houston out in spring at another Cypress. outlet. Oh, the yeah, Conroe. Spring Cypress. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that other outlet, yeah. And that one's actually really nice, too. It's huge, and they get a lot of park stuff in there. Do they? Like, they had a ton of park stuff in there. I haven't right? been there in a while. I got, like, they had two pairs of ears I didn't have. They had a bunch of ears, a bunch of spirit jerseys. Like we got fans, we got a lot of stuff. Yeah, they had a lot of stuff, man. You need to go check that one out when you get a chance. But not a um, can't say I'm a spirit jersey guy. But you know, I, I I don't own one yet because I'm a big guy. You know what I mean? And I don't think spirit jerseys are made for thick dudes. I think no, they're made they're for women and they're, smaller they're made, fellas. They're made to sh- the the to hug the curves, and I don't want my cur- exactly. I don't want my curves to be hugged. This uh, this sex machine's got a fuel tank that uh, I like to hide as much as possible. <laughs> yep. I like my leggings and my sweet You know. Um, but, oh, I bought a whole outfit at Rock and Roller Coaster. Oh, yeah, nice. no kidding. We got off the Rock and Roller Coaster, and they had Rock and Roller Coaster leggings, like Disney leggings. Oh wow! And they look like I, I acid. Know, I saw those. Yeah, they look like black acid wash jeans. She got those, and she got the the little uh, the the little um, it's not a hoodie. It's just like a felt ja- like a like a light coat, like a light jacket. Okay. Like sweater material, but it's like a jacket. And it's got like the little, uh, the little um, studs. studs on the flaps or whatever, and it says "Rock and Roller Coaster" on it. You know, my favorite snack. Going back to that real quick, it was. Oh my god! I didn't tell you mine. Go ahead. I'm sorry. The Kakamori, Kakamori. You know, the float. float. I had one too. Poor Aaron. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't it know what so to expect. Good. I didn't know. I, I I didn't either. Um, and I went back the second time. We went back another time. I'm like, I'm gonna get one too. So it was all. Uh, online order at that point. So when I went yeah. to go pick it up, I'll say, Hey, I just got a question for you. Um, is there any way I could get this like a mix of the coconut and pineapple? She's like, Ooh. Oh yeah, we can do that. She's like, hold on one second. I was like, okay. I, w- I saw her go out the back. She comes back a minute later. She's like, here's one. Here's another one. She gave us two of them. One was like a mix of the pineapple and coconut. Just gave it to us. I was like, "That's what? awesome." We did get a free pretzel uh, at Magic Kingdom because uh, we, we we stayed till like the dead ass last part of the night, and we walked by a pretzel stand, and she really wanted a churro. So I was yeah. like, "Oh, I think they had churros still." 
I was like, hey, can we buy a churro real quick before you close up? They're like, oh, we're throwing the ones away, but do you want this free pretzel? And we're like, yes, we'll take that free $17 pretzel. Thank you. <laughs> you know? <Right. laughs> but no, the Kok- the Kokomora float was really good. I didn't yeah. realize you. I, if I, if I would have thought of that, I would have asked him to put some pineapple uh, dough up in there as well. But I did. I do. I miss. They need we to bring back too. the pineapple upside down cake with the with the uh, the dough whip on top. Yes. Did you try that? I have not. That was delicious. And I hate I hate desserts where it's like hot and cold, where they throw ice cream on top on top on top of a hot cookie. I hate that because I like my ice cream to stay ice cream. I don't want milk sugar milk water on top of my cookie. <laughs> but that that what was it in the um was the Kakamora float the it was like the little chocolate piece cake pop yeah it was like a little cake pop on top oh my god that was amazing i wasn't expecting that at all i was like wait it comes with a cake pop (laughs) hell yes welcome back aaron yeah Yeah, i'm back (laughs) we didn't talk bad about about you at all yeah it's okay okay. uh, when i download this i'll just make notes for Dwayne to just editing. Just editing. Don't cut our don't cut our Disney talk out, man. <laughs> no, no, like no, that, that's fine. No, Disney talk is always fine. I, it's I, like I a real a, re- a weird chopped edit where it's like Aaron is the best guy ever on the planet. You know, <laughs> pretty much. Followed follow, followed by uh, Poochie flying to the moon and dying. Um, I do want to. <laughs> I do want to make uh, before at some point uh, make a comment about some of those musicians who who passed away this week. Yeah, if we could do that, that'd be cool. Yeah, we, we, well, yeah. I mean, you are—I mean, you are the metal geek, so yeah, yeah. I yeah mean, let's 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 talk Please. some metal. Let's talk some metal. Oh, you want yeah. to? Yeah, man, always. I mean, I mean, shows are coming back. Concerts yep. are coming back. Uh, metal shows specifically. Yeah, I see. I'm seeing a lot of like little mini metal shows pop up here and there. There's a lot of metal shows coming up, and it's and it, yeah. it's overwhelming because like it, it's all sort of happening at one time, and it's yeah. a little it's a little too much. But um, I do want to mention uh, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about some of the the musicians that we lost this week. Um, First of all, the beginning of the week, we lost uh, one of my favorite vocalists of all time from the band Metal Church, Mike Howe. Mm -hmm. Um, And a phenomenal, uh, eclectic vocalist. He's his 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 delivery is so unique. I, I I've always really been a big fan of them. I only got to see them once in like 1991. Wow! Um, wow. Yeah, on this. Have you heard the Operation Rock and Roll tour? No, I haven't heard of the tour. Yeah, it was a uh, it was Metal Church, Dangerous Toys, Alice Cooper, Motorhead, and Judas Priest. And that's they were talking crap. Up. They were talking crap about Dangerous Toys a couple of episodes ago. Oh. Who was? Y'all Who was? were. What? You were? I mentioned dangerous toys, and you're like, "What go to toys?" Oh, oh my god! We're, we're, we talk, we're because dildos pun. are funny. We're, we're playing All the right. pun off of the name. We weren't making fun of them. We're doing the puns. That, we're that, doing band, was, that, that band was amazing. They're from Texas yeah. too. They're from San Antonio. Yeah, like I yeah, we're, 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 so we're, we're we were we were doing puns off the name. Okay, Miss Wazowski off screen. You saw them seriously? No, I never oh. saw them. I, saw, I didn't. She saw, she saw them with Steel Panther. Oh, yeah, okay. she's always still Panther, but I didn't see. I, I didn't start going to like shows really until uh, probably end of college with Jen. We our first show was uh, uh, Project Revolution. Revolution. I'll have to say Project Mayhem, but no, Project Revolution. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> uh, it was Lincoln Park, Chris Cornell, uh, oh, okay. and a whole bunch of like uh, El Nino was there, like a whole bunch of like just bands on all the different stages and stuff. Uh, 
and it was a lot of fun. That I, was a lot of un, fun. I going back to Metal Church real quick. I unfortunately missed them. Yeah, they came like four or five years ago. I actually got a friend of mine's band open up for him, and the night I was actually driving, I left my house to go drive over there, and it turned out the same night my grandmother had a heart attack. So I stopped, oh, no. went to the hospital, didn't get to go to the show, but I reached out to my buddy. I'm like, hey, if they have like some kind of like autographed drum head, please get it for me. And he did. Mm-hmm. So I have a metal church autograph. And actually that night they were playing that tour. They had two members from Sabotage, Tran- Trans-Siberian Orchestra playing with them, which yeah. is sort of cool. Um, That's awesome. So, yeah, if you haven't checked out metal church, they've, uh, you know, Mike Howe's come back maybe in 2016 is when he came back and they put out a couple of albums really good stuff um blessing in disguise phenomenal album if you've never heard that one of my favorites badlands yeah. not only one of the best metal songs ever written probably one of the best songs ever written mm-hmm. i'm standing really? I'm sticking by that oh yeah okay and let's check that out man also uh we lost one of the founding members of slipknot this week joey jordanson yes he did uh yeah. he's been in some Jeez. other phenomenal death metal bands like synasium if you haven't heard that last project he was working on Mm-mm. phenomenal drummer really 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 cool guy mm-hmm. and then of course you know we dusty lost hill. dusty hill yeah yeah dusty hill and i've got a story about that um uh earlier this year uh one of the uncles that uh, passed away. Uh, he owned a car garage out there in South Houston, Pasadena area, more so South Houston. And I get, I I've heard the story. I've heard the story from uh, family members, from different family members, but my, the uncle who passed the first one, uh, he actually worked on the cars of dusty Hill. Nice. And gifts. He got to work on their cars. And there was one time where my dad, uh, went to, you know, visit his brother-in-law over there and he shows up because you know at the time uh my uncle was going to fix my dad's car because my dad drove a lincoln town car and he was going to help fix with the uh with the, the airbags that the instead of having suspension like springs it had they had airbags that helped with suspension for the lincolns yeah Un- uncle was going to fix it dad shows up he sees you know these two guys sitting just kind of sitting outside chilling you know on cars uh drinking <laughs> with my uncle and my dad walks up and goes, "Hey, you kind of look like you, you look like uh, the guys from ZZ Top," and they they kind of chuckle and they're like, "Well, that is our band." <laughs> and so that's crazy. Uh, they start talking and and it's revealed that my uncle Jimmy did work on the cars for ZZ Top. That's and cool. if you watch if you watch the video of Sharp Dressed Man, two of the cars in there he helped uh, what? to tune up for the videos. That's pretty cool, man. So, That's awesome, man. And then my dad was just shocked that he got to drink beers with ZZ, <laughs> two of the three members of ZZ Top. Right. There. Uh, I always so. thought it was ironic that the one dude in ZZ Top who didn't have a beard, his last <laughs> name was beard. beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, had a, I had a friend in high school um, who used to babysit uh, for Frank Beard, and I went over to his house one time. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. He was what? a real nice guy. Yeah, he had a That's whole um, recording studio in his basement, or like not a sort of a basement, but like the bottom part of his house. It was yeah, like yeah. a like tri layer house, you know. Really oh, cool. Wow. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I um, you know, they, they always say that that, that that kind of stuff like death happens in threes, right? Especially when yeah. it comes to like you know celebrities and stuff like Celebrity that. And pop so, culture. Yeah. Well, Cinderella lost two members. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. a wild, man. Yeah, the guitar player and the keyboard player. 
Like what, in one week? Yeah, in a week. Yeah, they did it in a week. Well, that's Crazy. fragile, man. Like, uh, yeah, I, it, when did Slipknot came out? When ninety nine, right? Ninety nine, two thousand. Ninety eight. Yeah. Yeah. First like album. Late nineties. Late nineties. Dude, that album blew me away, and I was a fan. Like, as soon as because I, 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 I didn't. Of course, you know, we all got on LimeWire or whatever, and we got like a uh, uh, virus snap, snap demo and stuff entities. like that. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. But I remember, uh, I remember Snap was the first like uh, song, one of the first songs I downloaded on LimeWire because it was like one of their demo tracks or whatever, which I think they put on the Digipack uh, Japanese release. Um, they had like a slip cover over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, that was a really good band. I actually listened to Murder. Was it Murder Dolls Murder that Doll, he was yeah. in? Yeah, Murder Dolls. Uh, I had I had the first Murder Doll CD. I think Devin has all these CDs and the CD binders he has I gave a Murder him. Dolls? I believe so. Yeah, I had a lot of cool shit in my CD binders, <laughs> um, but now, man, like, um, I didn't get to see Slipknot until what two years ago? Was, yeah, was no, that 20, two years ago? Uh, 2019. Yeah, that was one of the last concerts that we went to. That we all went yeah. to before yeah, we, the show them, stuff. Mm-hmm. That was the Knot Fest, right? Your that was Knot Fest. Yes, that my wife took me to because I always wanted to go to a Slipknot concert. I heard how badass it was to go. I got to. Um, what back then, late '90s, is when I was really doing mainstream resistance hard, and there was a bunch of bands that I was working with Roadrunner Records at the time. They wanted me to really help them promote and work on. So one of my very first dates with my wife was Ozfest '99, um, and I got to interview uh, Joey at that show backstage. Mm-hmm. And oh, I had like a, I had for that whole show. I had like a, um, a photography pass. And I was up at the front when they were playing, when Slipknot was playing. Mm-hmm. There, I was inches from being hit by one of those guys with the drums, you know, like that hydraulic drum, whatever. Yeah. Oh, clown? Thing, yeah. yeah, one of the clown guys, I mean, literally almost hit me with that thing. I was like, oh, backing up. That's crazy. But crazy, man. He was a cool guy. I only, you know, I talked to him for like 15, you know, 20 minutes. But, you know, and it was so crazy how they blew up from there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an... You, like you think that you know wearing a mask for the whole performance wouldn't be a thing, but you have them and you have so many people who have who have copied them since with yeah. the whole mask thing to where it's become sort of a staple with that type of music now. It's become a, a theme with that yes. ghost, yeah, ghost uh, uh, mud vein, the you know. <laughs> The mushroom head or whatever like, it was like yeah mushroom head, mushroom mushroom head. at the same time though before or at the well, same time if you ask mushroom head they were first if you ask anybody else except mushroom head <laughs> slipknot was first you, you know more about this than I do. <laughs> but mushroom head's full of a bunch of art thieves anyways first but still Ooh. oh yeah uh the mushroom head uh and another band uh, are are kind of known for stealing art from people yeah. and Ooh, slapping their nice. band logo on it and then selling it as merch. That's not good. That's so not yeah, good so so yeah, Mushroom Head and Ice Nine Steals are uh, two bands that uh never heard of them. That Ice Nine Kills? No. Get, yeah, be glad you, you don't don't shop <laughs> a hot topic. Don't shop a hot topic. <laughs> but uh, but they're but they're two bands that are known for stealing art and slapping their logo on it or editing it for their uh, mascot and then selling it as merch. Fuck those guys. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you the name of one Mushroom Head song. I can't um, either. I can't either. I, I remember they had their first hit or whatever. It was like uh, they had like two vocalists, right? One guy was like mm-hmm. some kind of operatic guy. Yeah. Like I didn't really, I couldn't, 
I just couldn't. Well, for to me, Mushroom Head was like Mushroom Head was the mask of Venom that you ordered from Wish or a dollar store. Slipknot from if you were Slipknot from Wish. No, yeah. the Venom, the Venom mask, just because you know it was like you know you know the Venom way product. the mask look. Yeah, the yeah. way the mask look, the logo with like the Venom smile and everything, the McFarlane style. Of course. Like, do you yeah. do you guys like um what's that other band you just mentioned? You just mentioned them. Iceland Kills. No, the um I can't yes. think of their name now. Ghost. No, go- Mudvayne. 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 Oh yeah. I like Mud- I like Mudvayne. I do like. So them. I, <laughs> I the guitar player from Mudvayne or bass player. It was a bass player. He was yeah, I know. What's up? His name was Rhino. Uh, that was his uh, stage name. The skinny dude with the little horns on his head. Maybe he was. Uh, he was in a band with uh, Vinny Paul uh, afterwards. Oh hell yeah! Oh, you're talking about yeah. the guitarist. Then. Yeah. yeah, the guitarist is. Uh, wasn't he is, in Med- he was Mudvayne too? Right. Yeah, he's also yeah. Mudvayne. Yeah. So he was playing guitar for this uh, saying I saw in Vegas when I was there in like 2018, um, mm-hmm. rocking the vault or something like that. Yeah. It was him and uh, like Robin McAuley, all these amazing vocalists and. And they did a meet and greet, and like Mark Slaughter, not Mark Slaughter, the drummer from Slaughter was there. Yeah. And apparently he's from Houston, so we talked about that for a minute. Yeah. But I got oh, down wow. to the guitar player from Mudvayne and Hell Yeah, whatever. I didn't really know what to tell the dude. I'm like, oh man. So <laughs> I was like, I'm, you know, you know, I grew up on Pantera. I'm like really sad to hear about, you know, Vinnie Paul and all this stuff. Kind of so we talked about that for a minute. He's like, oh, did you listen to my band? We're like, hmm. Oh, oh man. yeah, dude. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Dude, last time I got to see Hill Yeah, I really didn't get to see them because Warehouse got evacuated. Oh no. Because there was Ooh. an ammonia spill. Oh. Damn. Yeah, oh, so wild. I never got to see them. And my cousin had meet and greet and they had to cancel the meet and greet. Oh man, that sucks. Yeah, wow. it does. You mentioned the engine room earlier, man. I love yeah. the engine room. The engine room was a good venue. Yeah, oh, yeah. I never got to go. We used to oh, go there man. all the time. It was so good. Uh, I saw a lot of bands there. One of my favorite ones I saw, it was uh, Hatebreed and um, God, I can't remember the other band they opened for them. Local Nine? It must have been. It, might have, it sounds right. It was another one of those hardcore, you know, yeah. thrash like bands rap, or whatever. Yeah, like thrash metal, thrash rap band things. Yeah. yeah and, it um, could have been Local Local Nine. It was cool because it was uh, right when uh, the I Will Be Heard came out. Mm-hmm. It was they were on the tour. They were on tour for that. And uh, if you remember the engine room, there's that giant stone pillar, like kind of <laughs> off to the left side a little bit. Yeah. Yep. And um, I was, you know, in my twenties and single, and I was, uh, you know, looking to mingle. And you know how it is when you're down in the pit area, man. Like it's just a good time. People are throwing bows and whatever. You know, it is what it is. And this chick was probably like eighty pounds. Like walked up on me. This is when I was independent wrestling, so I was in fairly decent shape. I was out of high school. I played sports, and so she was like, "Come on, motherfucker!" Like pushing me and stuff. And then like, like she like backed me up against that pillar, and pretty much dry humped me. I wasn't super upset about it or anything. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one of, kind of one of my silly memories about the engine room. One of the first so. Slipknot shows I went to, um, there was an all-girl pit right oh, next wow. to us. Yeah, because there was this one girl who was just angry and she was beating up the guys, and so they left. <laughs> so, so what, what? What was that pit filled with mud? Huh? Was that pit filled with mud? No, that's when I got my concussion. Oh my god! No, no, this 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 pit wasn't booked by Vince McMahon, sir. Hey, oh. hey. I was. I thought he was talking about the pit that I was in that I got concussion at. 
Oh, the guy landed on your head? I've never fully seen a Vince Sevenfold because I keep having to leave. Well, neither has people with attendance either. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> so neither has people in attendance either. Why? <laughs> I did that. that do, you same not, concert, do you not like Avenged Sevenfold? I I like maybe one or two of their songs. I don't like I them just, at all. So <laughs> I, I I like one or two of their songs, but other than that, I'm just I don't find them entertaining. I, I just Gary, don't. That concert was Avenged Sevenfold, Ghost, and Dream Theater. It was right oh. after Red died. And uh, the drummer for Dream Theater played both sets. Two out of three ain't bad. Oh yeah, I remember Portnoy was. Yeah, I remember he was in that band for a while. Yeah, I love Portnoy. Portnoy is amazing. That was my first ghost show, and I went wow. to buy the CD right after their set. They only had mm -hmm. autographed ones, so I dropped thirty bucks on it. Yeah. That's actually cheap now. That's yeah, cheap. seriously, you can probably pay hundreds of dollars now. <laughs> it's just a CD. That, that, that's cheap now. But that was when the second album had just barely come out, though. That's crazy. Even better. Even better. You've been a hardcore fan for a long time. You're not one of these poser, new poser people. <laughs> uh, well, hardcore ghost fan? Yeah. yeah. I heard I heard Avenged Sevenfold when I was backstage at the uh, at the Metallica concert for the Hardwired tour. I hate. <laughs> I, I don't I hate the strong word, but. Yeah, Avenged Sevenfold to me is is an acquired taste. I know my nephew loves them. Um, they have a couple songs like, I, I, the you know like Backcountry and stuff like that. They're it's catchy. You know what I mean? Like we were, it. We were in the mall the other last weekend, and, and we we're me and Kim we were in like Hot Pocket, and we listened. To, we heard the song. We're like, mm -hmm. it doesn't sound that bad. And then we heard the vocals. We're like, oh, I think it's Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> it was. It was. Oh, yeah. The funniest thing is, we went and saw Jeff Dunham, and his opening act is Guitar Guy. And he'll come out, uh, he's been on one of the specials uh, playing guitar pro. That's Sinister Gates' dad. He plays with Jeff Dunham. Wow. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, his whole joke was like, I got married, I had a beautiful son, he changed his name to Sinister Gates. <laughs> As you do. As you do. Yeah, for yeah. me, it was like uh, I got invited to go watch uh, the Metaka show for free with backstage passes, and so I wasn't going to pass up on that. And, um, you know, while I, I was back there, you would have? What like, year was this? Uh, the Hardwire Tour. So yeah, it was 2016 or 2017? Something like oh, no. that. No, no, yeah. no, thank you. Well, no, to be fair, it's not like yeah, I mean, I had fun. I, had fun. I never, I've never seen Metaka live. And so. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of like almost yeah, like I, I, I never saw it either it as a rite of passage or whatever, and it was a free ticket. I mean, at the end of the day, I got to like I saw Lars and uh, Kirk Hammett backstage, like hanging out. It was like watching, you know, when you watched uh, Wayne's World, and it's like you know all these you know leathery leathery hooker women are back there and shit like that. Yeah. It was like that, but there was free <laughs> beer and free barbecue, and like they have like cool displays and shit stuff. So it wasn't that bad. Uh, I was at the same show, the Hardwire tour, and funny enough, who I ended up sitting next to hey, is also uh, unnamed convention local uh, Bo. I got I got put next to him. No, Bo Tubes. Yeah. Oh, really? I sat right next to him. Yeah, he was he was on my he was on my right. The infamous Bo. Everybody the knows infamous Bo. Bo. Yeah. yeah, I sat right <laughs> next to him at, the, at that uh, at that uh, that concert. Uh, there's an um, a, a elderly gentleman who's at every 80s hard rock show I'm at. 
he's called the concert pub guy is what we call him. Concert pub. <laughs> yeah. And he has like the long beard. He's old and he just hangs out. He knows who we are. So he just nods at us. Cause we're always at all like, <laughs> like one summer I spent my entire summer at concert pub. Saw Queens, right? So, oh, I uh, saw Kip Winger. I saw uh, a lot of shows there. <laughs> so, uh, out of all the bands you, you like and you enjoy guys, Mm-hmm. Who is who has been? What's your been your favorite? And what's the band you've never been able to see live? <laughs> oh, besides the Bench Sevenfold, whatever it was. Besides the Bench Sevenfold, uh, I'll go first on this one. Uh, the one band I've never seen live that I've always wanted to see live uh, is Aerosmith. Never seen them live, and see I want to see them live. Thank you, Nicole, for saying that. I've always wanted to see them live. I've rode the roller coaster. <laughs> I was about uh, to say I've tried to see them live so many times. I got on the I got on the limo and then we never made it to the show. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fast ass limo. You thought you would have yeah, got there in time. Limo. Yeah. It was really cool when I saw them. Uh, the Guitar Hero game just came out, and so Joe Perry guitar battled his Guitar Hero self. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. That's funny. But we we have the Guitar Hero game. We have the Guitar Hero Aerosmith game. Uh, but yeah, I've never seen them. That's on the bucket list to see. Uh, whenever me and the wife did the vacation, the honeymoon or like our anniversary, wedding anniversary trip to Vegas, Aerosmith was announced like two days after we left to come back. What? As being as performing in Vegas for the next few years. Wow, naturally. Uh, you know, yeah, that that would happen. Uh, but but the one, <laughs> but uh, the one band I really enjoyed the most seeing live probably the one that I had the most fun seeing live. Ooh. Uh, oh, man. From Okay, from show, from start to finish show, start mm-hmm. to finish show, I got to say it was 2010. Uh, it was Saliva and uh, Puddle of Mud. This is, this is before Josie Scott left the band. Uh, he, he was still, like him and his 800-pound self was still singing. Oh. For, for, he's a big dude. He's a Who? big guy. Uh, he 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 was still doing vocals, and we everybody everybody was afraid that he was going to fall forward on you know the crowd. Luckily, <laughs> that didn't happen. And Wes oh, and Wes Scantlin was Wes Scantlin wasn't the coked out druggie that he is known for now. Uh, and the show and it op- the show opened up with uh, Saving Abel. They were okay. Burn Halo. They were good. The Veer Union. They kind of, they killed it in rock, then saliva, then uh, uh, puddle of mud, and from top to bottom, that show was probably the best, like you know, vocal wise, and just a fun show. Uh, best performance, I'm gonna go with Iron Maiden uh, in twenty in twenty seventeen. Uh, that that show with Ghost opening up, Ghost was okay. That wasn't twenty seventeen, hey. was it? Yeah, it was 2017. No, it was not. It was yes, not it was. Four years it, ago. It, it, no, it, it was. was. It, because it was. me and Jen left two days later for a honeymoon trip or for yeah, our I remember anniversary that. trip. So we were like, we went we to the show. We were there with you. Yeah, yeah, y'all were there. Y'all were behind that was me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that's the same area. That's where I was. Was that concert? Maiden. No, you that went to the evening. The show was just amazing. You didn't go to this one. This was the one that me and Uncle KK went to. What's the band you've seen the most? The band I've seen the most? 311. I've seen 311 of them. The most. I know you're really into them, right? Yeah, I really like them. I, I, they're when I'm drawing, when I'm doing my art, they're usually on the playlist just because 
the the random lyrics that that uh that Mike uh, uh says uh helps inspire like just different thoughts and different things to help me cr- come up with creative content for my side product, my side stuff. So cool. uh very inspirational to me. So what about yeah. what about you, Chris? Uh your favorite show, band you've never seen live, and the band you've seen the most. The grinning um, grinning ghost is the most. <laughs> yeah. Hey man. Uh, my favorite band has been the uh, the Grim Grinning Ghost. I'm kidding. No, I, honestly, my favorite show I've ever seen was probably going to have to be that Slipknot show I went to. That mm-hmm. was always a bucket list show for me because I was literally a Slipknot kid. Like when it came out, I, the band was just it was different, man. Right? Or am I crazy? Yeah. Like it was there was no, no. precedent for that. All Nothing these guys, like yeah, exactly. Like it, it was like it had that tinge of rap rock or whatever with uh, the guy with the spikes on the DJ. I don't know what number he is, but like he had that, you know, whatever, uh, which was dope. On it's the like ones and the had, twos. On the one, yeah, exactly. On the ones and twos, and you had the clown beating the goddamn barrels of beer or whatever. And Corey Taylor is one of the most talented vocalists. Uh, I'm not a big fan of their music, or but you got to give him credit for being original. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. I I know a lot of people don't like Stone Sour. I think the Stone Sour stuff is just as good as the Slipknot stuff, if not better, because it's he completely changes his tempo. He it, did. It's a completely different style of rock. It's like yeah. traditional, you know, alternative rock, I guess, if that's even a thing. But he did. Like you can tell, his musical taste is varied, and um, so that was probably my favorite concert uh, I've ever been to because I just always wanted to go. His version of Rainbow in the Dark is. Awesome. Yeah, wow. I, I've seen that online. It's, it's pretty good. His his version is pretty good. We have it on my phone. I bought the whole oh, running James Dio album. His version's pretty good. Um, you said so the favorite concert, and then you said a concert I always wanted to see, or the band you haven't seen yet. The band you haven't oh, seen yet. Band I haven't seen yet that I really would like to see. Honestly, if we could bring them back and, and maybe tour on this album, uh, the we talked about earlier, Mudvayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, they, if they would tour on the LD50. Yes, on yes. the first album, I'll agree with that. Um, that yeah. was a fucking awesome album, and I really liked uh, their their song they did for uh, they the use on Ghost Ship. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I can't, I can't think of the name right now. But you know exactly what I'm talking about. It just goes yeah. so fucking hard. Um, and so I would really like to see them. Honorable mention. You mentioned this band also earlier. I saw El Nino yep. at uh, at the Engine Room back in the day. El Nino was, because uh, I mean, of course, you know, I like Sepultura, uh, Max Cavalera, um, stuff like that. Um, what do you have? Nail Bomb? In, yeah, in, Nail Bomb. Mm-hmm. Amazing sound. And, and, you know, had, I don't know what the name, I don't know what the technical term is for the sound, but like jungle metal, I guess. Industrial metal. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Like yeah. it was just, it's just hard, hard driving, like. You can have and imagine this is the kind of music that people got, you know, cannibalized to or whatever. Like, it just it sounded cool. Mm-hmm. Um, well, to so, answer your question, it was not falling. Was on go was on the ghost, uh, uh, ship sound trip. They also had a song for Saw Two. Really? Yeah. One of my favorite lyrics from uh, from one of their songs. Um, I forget. It's on LD Fifty. The singer, I can't believe I can't remember his name either. Um, it was like coming in like a motherfucking hurricane, yeah. uh, like Superman with the S on my chest. And like when he says that, the drummer like hits this 
quick fucking uh, bass drum thing. Mm-hmm. But like uh, I think there was a documentary or it was one of those unauthorized like tape on biography things that used to buy like a Sam Goody mm-hmm. about them, and they kind of called it math rock or math metal. There's a lot the of drummer. there's a lot of math metal out there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I think I don't know that he was necessarily a purveyor of that, but he was definitely math of, metal is just uh you know off signature timing and all this kind of weird syncopated you know drum beats and guitar riffs and stuff like that. Yeah, they were showing him doing that stuff, you know, like in practice or whatever, not even like during a concert. And it's like without music, without other music to it, it's really fucking confusing. What band is this? Is it the El Nino? No, this was uh, Mudvayne. Mudvayne, drummer okay. from Mudvayne. Okay, I his, can see that. His, yeah, his drumming was badass, and like, it's a shame because I've never seen Hell Yeah. I've always wanted mm-hmm. to, um, but I would like, I would like to think that eventually Mudvayne will get back together. And and that they was are. they're are they're, they they're about to yeah they're doing tours starting at Music I Fest. Think the Eagles can do it. God damn it! I want to go. Yeah. I want to see a Mudvayne concert. So do there I. You go. So do yeah. I. So I, I will let you guys do that in this report back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, man, not a Mudvayne fan either. No, wow. not really. Who oh wow, who have I seen the most? Who man, have I seen the most? Um, yeah. damn, that's a good question. Uh, I have a three-way tie for mine. Shit, man. Like, the, okay, I'm forty. Like, I've been. To, I went to a lot, all my concerts were in my twenties. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, that's when the concerts happened for me. Yeah. Um, I went to a lot of BuzzFest. Does that count? So then the October Blue is your answer then? Blue October? I mean, yeah, Blue, Blue October. I've seen Blue October a handful so of so times. So then Blue October is your answer then? Probably so. You're yeah. probably right. <laughs> you went to a lot of BuzzFest. 30 seconds to Mars or some shit like that. The lead singer at Blue October um, lives around San Marcos, and so he would drive around my college in an orange Lamborghini. That nice. sounds really douchey. I'm yeah. sorry. Always yeah. <laughs> the orange yeah. part of the, the Lamborghini part. Yeah. Both. Yes. Both. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'll get in my orange Lamborghini. Hopes that I can pick up some chicks today. All right. So what about you, Carrie? Um, my favorite show ever. Um, yeah. The very, very first. I can say the very first big concert I ever went to. Um, nineteen ninety at the Summit. Uh-huh. It was the No Prayer for the Dying tour. Iron Maiden was Anthrax opening up. No. Oh, that okay. That sounds um, good. That sounds good. One of my favorite shows ever was 1991. It was this place called the Unicorn Ballroom. It was up north. It used to be a grocery store. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of shows that back then there, but it was Primus, Anthrax, and Public Enemy. Oh wow! Oh wow! So, wow. so you got like the Anthrax and Public Enemy stuff then? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. If you don't know, I am a I'm a huge Anthrax nerd. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I remember that show. I remember that show. Um, That's badass. <laughs> I almost saw them at the uh, open air. Wow. That's wow. They made them tear down their set. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I remember that. Yeah, we got. I, went I was to so mad. Both. Both <laughs> open airs is bullshit. Um, the band. I I, I would say recently the mo- my favorite shows have been. Uh, we went to Chicago a couple years ago. I got to see the reunited Halloween. Okay. All, Ooh, all three vocalists. One. It was that's so amazing. One. And then uh, in 2019, we went to Anaheim to go see Avantasia, which was phenomenal. Um, they had all these vocalists, like Jeff Tate from Queensryche was there. And 
uh, Eric Martin from Mr. Big was there with some, all these different people. <laughs> it was such a good show mm-hmm. with that the band. Like I love yeah. Avantasia. If you, if you don't know who they are, please check them out. Yeah, definitely. Um, man. Uh, have, if you don't have know. Seen a lot of have I think? Oh yeah. Many times. Did you get to I go saw, to the cabaret? No, I, that I saw them. I saw them last time I saw them was at the scout bar, maybe four or five years ago. Yeah. But I think my very first one was probably 90 or 91, mm-hmm. right after they're, Empire came out. They're no. trying to put Operation Mindcrime on Broadway. Um, no, Adam Pascal, who is the lead, the original lead in Rent, he's uh, Roger in Rent. He wants to put it on Broadway, Operation Mindcrime. I, I am so old. I My parents, do you remember, you know, Oshan? Oshan Hennessy? No, Oshan was like a big grocery store. It was like the Beltway and like Bissonette. My dad took me there. We were shopping. I was like, I want to get it a CD. So I got Operation Mindcrime on the CD where you could actually still listen to it and then mail in your your who you thought the killer was and all this kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Um, But the band I've seen the most is probably Iron Maiden. I've seen a lot. Mm-hmm. Maybe over 10, 15 times. Wow. Uh, Anthrax, probably 20 times-ish. Wow. I think Guar a lot. Are you going to go to Guar this year? I think I am, yeah. You think you are? Yeah. Because I remember I I sent you the link. I was like, dude, $10 tickets. (laughs) Like, the minute you sent me that link, I clicked on it, and they were gone. I was like, what? Like, Um, the moment you sent it to me, I was like, man. At Chris's work, they have a Guar board game. I saw that at my local shop. Yeah. Yeah. I, I sent you the picture of that yep. at uh, when after I went to you, Austin. Yep. I saw it at my shop a couple of days later after that. Like, <laughs> it's awesome. Like, is, like, hey, is this cool? Yeah, it's cool. $60 cool? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not a big board guy, board game guy. So that's probably the big reason, you know? <laughs> okay. That's so, Carrie, awesome. so what's the band that you haven't seen yet that you want to see? Um, that's a good question. I've seen a lot of the bands I've ever, I've always wanted to see. If uh, maybe Bloodbath, I mean, they're coming mm-hmm. to New England Metal and Hardcore Festival. I think. Well, or, uh, well how about this? Since yeah. since your lineage, you've seen almost everything. If you could go back in time to see a person or a band they that you never got to see, okay. Uh, 1988, the Headbangers Ball Tour. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, it was Anthrax and Halloween. And there there's one other band. I can't remember who it was now, but I remember wanting to go to that show and didn't get to go. I was a little bit, I wasn't too young, but I just, I was before I was actually being allowed to go to shows. You, mm-hmm. know? Wow. you were only seven. <laughs> I was 12, probably. 12. Wow. 11 or 12. Yeah, 88. Wow. Yeah. I was t- so, so speaking of Iron Maiden, they dropped yeah. a new single, Riding on they the did. Wall. Yeah. What'd you think? What'd you think of it? Uh, it's okay. <laughs> it's not my favorite Iron Maiden track. the the mu- The video was phenomenal. I love the music video. I okay. So I've got a coworker who's also a metalhead as well. He does. Yeah. He goes to a lot of shows. He actually traveled to uh, Mexico two years ago and hit metal shows in Mexico. Nice on his trip. And nice. he came up to me. And he goes. He goes, dude. You listen to new Iron Maiden? I said, yeah. I listen to it. It's like, what do you think, man? He goes, it was okay. I'm like. <laughs> And I was like, I, and he's like, what do you think? And I like, it wasn't great. It wasn't. I mean, if you like terrible. it, you like it. I mean, it's just I mean, it's not, not the. It's not memorable. It's not memorable. Mm-hmm. It was a weird choice for a first really single. 
Yeah, it, it sounds it sounds like a filler song, and I hate using that word mm-hmm. with Maiden, yeah. but this is a filler song. They do have them, and they do have filler albums too. Sometimes, yeah, they oh they do. Um, but yeah, I I wasn't impressed with it. It's a good song. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shoot it down and hate on it. It's a good song. It's just not a memorable song. I agreed. So 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 it was okay. And before we start wrapping things up, I, I have well, to ask. I know Bacon's gonna be biting at the bit to answer this question too. So Bacon, I know you can hear me. Hold on, hold favorite on, hold on. favorite concert you attended? If you haven't seen it, that you want to see. Band that you've seen the most that isn't Ghost. No, that isn't Actually, ghost. that's a three-way tie for Man, I've seen the most. I've seen them five times. I've seen Motley Crue five times, and I've seen Silk Panther five times. Okay, I'm so, sorry uh, about Motley Crue. Uh, My wife is a concert dork, so. <laughs> no, I was front row with Motley Crue and uh, Alice Cooper. It was pretty cool. Uh, so my favorite show probably was like Rock the Bayou. That was good. That was a good series of shows. Oh, Rock the Bayou was a four-day. First thing, I yeah. my first paycheck I spent, my first paycheck on was tickets to Rock the Bayou. And it was like, that was Janie Lane's last show with Warren before he died. He got kicked off, kicked was out that, of the band that day. Was that the one that was at the old Astroworld? <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, God. That, yeah. yeah, the Astroworld parking lot, or yep. the, the lot. Yeah, Yeah, it was um, Sammy Hagar, Lita Ford had just come back. Uh so Twisted Sister open up for Brett Michaels. It was the Rock of Love tour. So I got to see all those hookers. Uh, and I love that show. Um, let's see. Ripper Owens um, was singing for um, Yngwie. Let's see. Oh, yeah. I remember oh. he was in. Yeah. It was um, Kevin. Kevin DeBrow had just passed away. And Joey Tango, Bang Tango, forgot the words to mental health. It was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the do you know that show that's on the on TV that um the people that redo people's like faces Botched. and stuff? Botch, that's his brother, yeah. That's his brother. I'm like, what? I didn't realize that. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. But this it was a four-day festival. The third day they started giving like fifty dollar upgrades. So we were like front row for every band the next two days. Um uh, so that was like probably my favorite show between that one and Still Panther. I um uh, I bribed their manager. Like I gave them him my phone number and then never called him back after he gave me free tickets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was in Cosmo for this one too. It was a secret show in Austin during fun, fun, fun fest. Cause they were opening up for uh, Judas Priest. Satchel used to be, uh, or, uh, fight. Was, yeah. For fight. I love fight. I saw them open up for <laughs> anthrax and white zombie one time. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. But that's probably one of my one of my other favorite shows because I was front row. I almost broke my hand because uh, Michael Starr knocked an amp over onto me. Um, I did tequila shots with sticks. Um, Cosmo was was talking. Wait, about wait, wait! Hold on a second! Hold on a second! Hold on! Backtrack it up. You did shots with, with sticks. sticks. With sticks. No, okay. Sticks yeah. Okay, sticks. No, wait, no, hold on a second, because. We went to a wedding a while back with somebody whose whose blood type is probably two hundred proof by now, and you didn't <laughs> want to take shots then, and yeah, you're taking shots with sticks. Yeah, that was the band at their bus. Remember, uh, I've been on stage uh, with Steel Panther. Uh huh. 
If you were a famous musician, she would have had a she shot. She says with you. that they didn't, but I'm pretty sure that uh, Still Panther saw my wife's boobs before I did. No, I never did that. <laughs> I never did that. I've seen some weird stuff on stage with Still Panther. But no, like, like the guys recognize me in every time. Miedo. Miedo. <laughs> Jerk. No, I never did any of that. There are videos on YouTube of when I was on the stage, and I never did that. <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> uh, the, the band I've never seen I've never seen Def Leppard I've always wanted to see Def Leppard and they're well, coming well, to well, town well you know about Def Leppard how you know what they've never seen mm. the drummer's right hand so uh, <laughs> you know what had nine you know what has nine arms and sucks what Def Leppard <laughs> Def Leppard does not suck I love Def Leppard <laughs> and they're going to be here with Motley Crue so Motley oh, Crue will be the God. one I've seen this Okay, Motley Crue back in the nineties. Amazing. Oh, not now. Not now. No, not now. No. no, but like I wasn't even born yet in like the eighties. Okay, so I have no choice. <laughs> I, I still you have a choice. Just... I, I still want to see Motley Crue if they come through. I still want to see them. They're coming through with um, Joan Jett, Def Leppard, Motley Crue, and another band of singers. Well, I mean, Joan Jett would find a great show. Oh, I think totally about the sponsor. I mean, all that's telling me is just to show up late. So, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Joan Jay? No, <laughs> no, skipping Def Leppard. Oh well, yeah. No, they're closing. Oh, Def Leppard's closing. You mean they get to yeah. leave early? Well, well then I leave early. It's like what I did for Sublime. Whenever Sublime oh. came up on stage, we left early. It's Poison too. It's Poison too. Poison, Def Leppard, Motley Crue, Joan Jett. See, I like Poison puts on a good show. I'm not gonna lie. Brett Michaels might have the finest wigs in the world. I've seen uh, Poison three times. But, uh, they put on a good show. I'm not going to lie. They, they do. Yeah, I'm, I'm the 80s hair metal person. <laughs> if you can't I don't know you liked hair metal so much. Oh, my gosh. I took... Uh, so does Brett Michaels. <laughs> he, just, like, I, he just wants his hair back. He just wants his I hair back. I took a history of rock and roll class in college, and I was correcting the notes. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Hulk Hogan and Brett Michaels can switch bandanas and hairlines. Probably, honestly, yeah. So, so, did I answer all the questions? Yeah, I think <laughs> <laughs> I think you did. I, think you I can did. go. I can go on and on and on about music. Like, I'll have to bring you. Not in thirteen minutes. You're not apparently. We'll bring yeah. you on MSR cast one day, and we'll talk about hair metal. I love me some hair metal. Like, hair metal is fun. Hair metal is fun. I was supposed to go see Tom Kiefer, but then I got a job teaching in San Antonio, and I blamed all my kids for not being able to go see Tom Kiefer. You, you uh, need to start listening to some more crazy licks if you like hair metal. Listen to some crazy licks. Yeah, they're they're I, they're great. They're really but, good. Like Dolph Ziggler wanted Still Panther to do um, redo his song, but Vince yeah. said no, and I'm like, why? <laughs> that would have been cool. That would have been really cool. Yeah, but oh, Nita Strauss played with that um alice cooper last mm -hmm. time we saw her yeah and she also played for uh nakamura for nakamura's entrance she did Amazing. She, was also, cool. she was also in the iron maidens oh she yeah was. she was uh so uh well well we talked a lot and we got to kind of wrap things up because now we're over two hours into the show and Dwayne always kind of gives me a hard time about that so wait a minute you have an editor yeah wow yeah, it we, used to be me back in the day yeah, but we had to upgrade because somebody came unreliable because of school. So we went with a different direction. I finally graduated. Yeah, 15 years later. And then I got a job. 
15 years later. years later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, no, I got hired while I was, while I was there. So, but, but yeah, we do have an editor. Dwayne does an amazing job. And I guess, thank you for reminding about the editor, Dwayne. I got to like, promote the other stuff now. So if you like what you're listening, check out crossthestreamsmedia.com, full of other podcasts that are a part of our group family. Uh, Three Beers and a Mic, Three Beers and MCU, Patent Pending, uh, the Charles Bronson and Dan Aykroyd podcast. Uh, there's that one stupid podcast called The Movie Gap. Bon Appetit, oh. uh, and a few other, and, and a few other great shows too. So, and they have a lot of good uh, shows on there. So, if you find something you like, check it out, subscribe, give them some thumbs up, all that cool stuff. Carrie, where can they find you on the worldwide internet? We're all over the internet. Uh, best place metalgeeks.net. Uh, we're all over social media at metalgeeks, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. If you're on Facebook, check out the the Metal Geek Society page, our our group. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we're on any kind of you know places where you can download your podcast. Search for MSR Cast, which is our metal show, and then Metal Geeks. Uh, so we're on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, all those places. Mm-hmm. I, I will say I, I am a, I'm subscribed to MSR Cast. I'm subscribed to Metal Geeks through uh, iTunes. Oh, you're the guy. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm the guy. Uh, <laughs> I, I gave I gave you a five star review, but didn't awesome. actually write. I didn't type any words out because I, I don't like typing. Uh, so so I did that. But yeah, definitely check them out. Give them a subscribe. Give them a listen. It's very entertaining. Uh, and that's pretty much it. We're we're pretty much done with the show. So. Thank you for listening. If you made it this far, pat yourself on the back and go to your next podcast. Well, yeah, right. she patted you on the back, Chris. You feel lucky. Again, Carrie, thank, thank you, you for joining us for this evening. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, hope man, you had a lot of fun. Going. Hope you had a lot of fun. I did. I did. And and we will definitely have to see you at the Ponchos for the big meetup. Uh, Ponchos and- Fest 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Be sure to bring the Pepto because you will need it. <laughs> Or, or depending on how long you've eaten there, you might already have the vaccine in your blood system because of ponchos. That is known to cure and kill a lot of things in people's bodies. Don't be jealous. So, <laughs> I'm not jealous. I'm healthy. So uh, <laughs> thanks, thank you again for coming on. Uh, until next time, everybody. Only unfollow. Do unfriend friend on social media. And have fun. Later. Peace. Bye. has been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast.